G'day, I'm Ellery. I'm Ray. And you're listening to Two-Sided Quest. This is the series where we play a two-person RPG. The last episode of this was my game, a duo. And this week, we decided to play Mars Colony again. This time, Ellery's going to be running it for us. Yeah, so the overview of this game, uh, in case you uh, didn't get a chance to listen to the other one or are not familiar, (laughs) Mars Colony began as a playground in space. It was created by a coalition of Earth governments that advertised the project as a multinational utopia. They sent the best scientists in the world to create the basic infrastructure. When the scientists finished their job, the coalition sent in businessmen and architects to construct a resort city under a great dome. The plan worked, and thousands of citizens signed up to emigrate. The truth about Mars Colony, however, is less than ideal. Mars Colony is dying, torn apart by environmental hazards, shoddy infrastructure, and social unrest. The Earth Coalition is keeping the colony's failures a secret and has instead decided to hire an expert to turn the colony around. You, Kelly Perkins, that's you. Indeed, I am Kelly Perkins. Are that expert. Based on your many achievements on Earth, you have been selected to act as grand consultant to the colony. Upon arrival, the people of Mars greeted you as a saviour, but now you fear that your abilities have waned. Perhaps you are overwhelmed or underqualified. Regardless, your shortcomings are still a secret. The people love you, you're famous, you're the colony's last great hope, and you are tasked with the impossible. So, uh, uh, you're playing as the saviour, which is Kelly Perkins, and I'm playing as the governor, which is pretty much everybody else. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, We're going to address a number of issues around the colony, and when your plans are successful, um, uh, you'll help lift the colony into self-sufficiency, and when your plans fail, then your loving circle of adoration will uh, be converted into either contempt or deception. Yeah. Is the long and the short of it. We need to start by generating three fear cards each. Um, we each secretly write one thing on the card that we refer about our real-life government. I'm going to try not to think of ones that I did last time, but it will be hard. Um. Hmm. What do I fear... Yeah, I know. I'm thinking about things that I'm like, oh, that was definitely in the last game. I think I came up with some good ones and they're short and snappy. 
do we do with them now? Oh, I'll right. wait for you to finish first. Um, I c- it would have inverted. Uh, I can't remember whether it's one each or whether... Um, the players each randomly turn one card face up in the middle of the table. Randomly? As in, like, we put all of them in and we could get two of mine? No, you do one, I do one. Okay, cool. Uh, so why don't you do that now while I'm thinking up my last one? Cool. Um, well, why don't you turn over one of mine? Because so otherwise I know what they are. Cause that three. one. Cool. Uh, community alienation. Oh, good. I like the middle. Alrighty. This is inability to deal directly with the bleeding obvious. <laughs> oh, we definitely had something similar to that last time, but I don't think we drew it. Uh, well, I tried to at least uh, use different words. You definitely used different wording. Um, deal with them. Now, the remainder of these cards become a draw pile for inspiration if we need it throughout the game. Cool. I really love games with that mechanic, I've decided. Um, Keep that in mind for um, the next game I decide. Um, of course, we've played a couple uh, with it, especially games without a GM. It's mm. very useful yeah. to have on tap inspiration that's e- that you generate at the start. Yeah. Um, uh, the play- Stage two the players collaboratively choose two to four political parties from modern times. We've done that in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, this game of Mars Colony uh, has two Australian parties, uh, one of which has recently been dissolved. We have, uh, our red party is the bullet train for Mars, based on the bullet train for Australia uh, party. Um, uh, now, despite uh, being a single-issue party and having very little staying power in Australian politics, we've actually decided that this is going to be our dominant party for the game. Um, and then our second party, our blue party, is uh, Flux, or Vote Flux, uh, as it's known online. Um this is a, um, uh, a, a relative new, new party in Australia that uh, is built on the idea of direct democracy or liquid democracy, uh, but uh, they also have some, some funky vote swapping and stuff. It's basically uh, an open source political party almost. Yeah, so the idea is that um, they're going to try and get as many senators into the House of Reps as possible, obviously, and then anybody who's who's got their app can vote uh, on various issues either uh, yes or no and uh, their their senators will mirror the um, the proportion of the community that voted one way or the other mm. um, uh, uh, which is um, very good uh, and so inherently their policy reflects the community's stance uh, um, but also uh, inherently uh, in the face of topical issues which um, people want to swap their votes for their their more regular policy will be compromised um, and so they're a minority party so they're actually um, the, the bullet train for Mars is in a position of power in this game mm. um, and, and I'm not sure we'll, we'll discover whether Flux is um, something that's new but very trendy or whether it's uh whether it just uh d- doesn't have a have as much of a following and it's been established since the beginning of the colony great <clears throat> uh 
the governor chooses one character from each of the four major organizations listed on the organization map, and for each character, the government governor chooses a fictional political party and records that party name underneath the character's name. So, I'm going to say that Deputy Mayor Liao is Bullet Train for Mars. Cool. I'm going to say that beat reporter Sydney Fane is Flux. I'm going to say that uh, <clears throat> uh, council member uh, Tanya is Flux. And I'm going to say that from the Earth Coalition, uh, Representative uh, Ella Verma is Bullet Train. Of course, someone from the Earth Coalition is pro-Bullet Train. Potentially has a vested interest financially. Hmm. Um, (laughs) Bullet Train manufacturer. Uh, <laughs> That's the one. Um, good. Uh, now, uh, you've got a character sheet with Kelly Perkins on it. Indeed, I do. And you've got nine tokens in your admiration uh, uh, circle. That's because everybody loves you. Um, Very excited. That may change. Um, uh You'll need to choose a fictional political party for Kelly Perkins. Um, And you can mark that in your affiliation. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. They're both so terrible. Um, (laughs) Flux is actually kind of a cool idea. Flux is a cool idea. I... Hmm. Yeah. What, what is which? What which way does my Kelly lean? All right, all right. I'm gonna go with flux because I think that my, my Kelly probably likes the idea of flux, but is very glad that they're not a politician because they probably wouldn't be willing to sacrifice their opinion. Well, I mean, I guess the, the, the politician, the, the senator of the Flux Party could still gets to vote. He just gets to vote as a community member yeah. rather than having the power of, of an entire um, uh, electorate. Uh, indeed. Marvellous. You also need to generate a sympathy for Kelly Perkins. If you uh, recall, a sympathy is another character located on Mars with whom Kelly has a strong connection. Um, you can choose or um, roll randomly for a relationship and complication. Uh, oh, there's a roll there is random. A random. So it's a one to six for their relationship to you, um, which could be, and you could generate from the ideas. I think I'm going to generate because I think that'll be cool. All right, off you go. So five. Is a friend or enemy. And then another roll as well. For a complication. Two. With major deceit as the complication. Oh. Oh. Um. Oh. I'm going to go with 
friend. And major deceit. Excellent. Yeah. Great. So just... Uh, write that next to sympathy. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd probably write a name. Yeah. Uh, um, but we'll know. We'll know um, what that name means. Mm. Um Using the elements selected, both players flesh out Kelly's sympathy. Uh, we should define the sympathy's name, situation, and location on Mars. Mm. Um, the saviour records a few key details under that section. Is your, do you mind if I ask, is your Kelly Perkins a male or a female character or a neither? I think that my Kelly both? is a woman. Excellent. So is this a, 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 a female friend or a male friend? Neither. Okay. So let's have a uh, a Tony. A Tony, um, yeah. yeah, all right, Tony. Um, with an I. Uh, however you wish. I'm going to spell it with an I because so, I'm a because I'm a big old Riverdale nerd. So uh, we've got um, Kelly and Tony, mm-hmm. who are best friends or just friends? They're friends. They're fairly close friends. I think I they were close on Earth. Yeah, sure. But then Tony move. And then there's a major deceit. Is that something that Kelly... Uh, is, is that a deception of Kelly's or a deception of Tony's? Oh, God, that's a real hard question. We can investigate that later if you wish. Oh, no, I feel um, we should detail it now a little bit. Um, I think it was a deceit by Tony. Oh, okay. How did Tony and Kelly meet? I think that they were at university together. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and uh, this deception, did it occur um, before uh, Tony went to Mars? Just before. I see. Uh, excellent, excellent. Uh, <clears throat> and the nature of this deceit, just uh, maybe... Uh, a sphere of life? Is it a... Um... I think it was work slash university related. Sure. Hmm. Okay. I have something in mind, but I want to see where you take that. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking some fraudulent credentials. Yeah. And maybe um, some heavily plagiarised work. Yep, that's exactly could, what I was feeling. You could maybe even call it stolen if you were bitter about that sort of thing. I think that maybe two friends both applied for some kind of program, but only one of them actually got accepted and got to go to Mars. I see. Uh, Which means that Tony is probably in a similar field to Kelly. Yes. So what does Tony do in the colony? Um, Some sort of administrator or advisor? I'm thinking that Kelly is a civil engineer that has gotten a lot of um, administrative experience. Yep. And has been brought onto these sort of problems before. In particular, I'm imagining that there was some kind of uh, subsea colony in in the Arctic Ocean. Yeah. No, in the Antarctic Ocean that Kelly had, like, that was a big success. Kelly had made that project work. And then everyone's like, Kelly can fix Mars! It's like... Yeah, I can fix Mars. So, but does Tony also work in that field? I think Tony does, but has less administrative experience. Sure. Um, now, one last question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, we know that Tony um, 
potentially achieved her position through nefarious means. Mm-hmm. Is Tony still competent? I think Tony's or competent. Is she, or she, did she only get that position because of those that nefarious scheme, because she um, used Kelly's work? I think that... Um, I think that Tony is competent. Tony is still competent? I think that it was very close picking whom it was, and, 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 and Tony was just able to... Just able to change a few, a few key data points. Excellent. To swing it all in their favour. Does Kelly know? I don't think Kelly knows yet. I think that probably Kelly thought that her work was just a little bit below what it needed to be, and that's probably what spurred Kelly to, to put so much into making um, SC One work. And then it worked, and then everyone was like, wow, look at how amazing Kelly is. Go fix Mars. And it's like, oh, okay. So I think, yeah, I think Kelly probably has a little bit of a, I guess, imposter syndrome. Like, they feel like they don't belong on Mars, because, like, I didn't get here the first time, so why am I suddenly now reasonable? And, like, I think, you know... Excellent, excellent. I'm just noting down some thoughts. Um, let's go on to stage seven. Ah, excellent. The players collaboratively choose three colony health markers from the following list, and oh, each oh, is shit. a serious threat to the colony's stability. Yeah, shit. The full right. list is atmosphere, dust, gravity, radiation, and others uh, that we care to name, energy, water, materials, funding, population, Disease, nutrition, sanitation, healthcare, education, crime, terrorism, social unrest, communication, corruption, labour, and transportation. Do any of those call out to you? To be honest, I'm mildly interested in gravity. Mm, Okay, yep. Uh, I think that that is a is a good is is a good issue to address. do we want to, to investigate transportation, or are we assuming that that's a strength of the colony? I think maybe transportation is a strength. All right. Um, then perhaps uh, um, I'd, so I'd like I'm, to include another. Yeah, go for it. Which is expansionism. All right, yeah. No, that works, because I was going to say, what if the colony has really good transportation, but they've got this industry built up for making... Mm, and nowhere to go. And it's like, well, we've built all, we've built a train network all through the colony... Uh, what do we do with all this train manufacturing we've got? Um, so, uh, um, is there something about the gravity that um, is an issue? Uh... Yeah, I think they probably thought that um, the gravity wasn't going to be as much of an issue as it is because it's not that much lower, and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll overcome it with fitness or whatever, or supplements, and it's just that hasn't played out the way they'd wanted it sure. to. So under one on your character sheet, yep. can you write gravity uh, and then maybe in brackets or a forward slash um, health effects? Mm-hmm. Of the gravity, yeah. Um, Health does not start with an M. Mm. In English. In, in English, um, under two, uh, we can have expansionism, and then uh, perhaps a colon, uh, um, and we could write population resources after that. Um, 
Is it population and resources? Though? Well, so I think um, I think primarily it's about so um, uh, so where are we going to? Like um, we need to build these cities, and that's a resources thing. But yeah. it's also about uh, if we're building all this stuff, who's here to use it? Like okay. this yeah. is a colony, um, and and and. It's, 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 I think it's quite important to keep these a bit broad so that you have mm. ample opportunity to um, tr- creatively generate how you're going to address them. Yeah. Um, you can actually tackle any point within that that you wish. Um, and for number three... <clears throat> um, I think that we should take something completely left of centre. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, perhaps something that affects a large portion of the population like uh, disease or or maybe food disease all right um, is radiation a thing on there uh, yes it is Let's I was just have... thinking what if the disease is we didn't have adequate radiation shielding well maybe there's adequate radiation shielding on the main do- central dome mm. and everywhere else is not protected how very total recall um, um, we've got a few health issues. <laughs> Maybe they should have sent a doctor <laughs> instead of a civil engineer. Ah, uh, but. This is this is the one of the reasons. Look at these political parties; they mm. think they can fix everything by. Mm. Uh, by... They hired an engineer because they think, yeah, they need an engineer to fix it. Uh, Doctors don't fix stuff. Um, uh, and it's important to choose health markers that touch on some of the themes suggested by our political parties and fear cards. Community alienation. I mean, if the if the disease is caused by disparity, mm. then community alienation features in there. Yep. Uh, uh, as does an expansionism in some cases. Mm-hmm. And the inability to deal with directly with the bleeding obvious <laughs> is like, well, the gravity's not working and the radiation shielding isn't working and what are you doing about it? Building because a train. We're building a train. <laughs> we're going uh, to build a train. Um, we're going uh, to make Mars pay for it. Good. So our first... So um, we might just run through uh, the order of play. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, basically, um, there are three kinds of scenes, and we take it in turns. Uh, there are personal scenes, which either of us can choose on our turn, which uh, uh, narrate uh, a component of Kelly's life or or other kind of slice of life kind of scene. Mm-hmm. There are opposition scenes, which only I can choose, which telegraph a threat, a conflict, or, um, or some other uh, thing that Kelly may have to deal with. And there are progress scenes, which only you can choose. Progress scenes are where you uh, um, choose a health marker and implement a plan to stabilise the, that the threat to the colony. Um, and you also roll dice to accrue a number of points to see how successful your plan is. We'll talk about that a little bit more, I think, on our first one. Sure. The first scene that we do, however, is a little different. Um, and the saviour opens play by narrating a vignette that introduces Kelly Perkins. Um, you should establish Kelly's background, qualifications, and relationship with the Earth Coalition, which we've done a little bit. Um, and we need to remember that Kelly was chosen by the Earth Coalition above all other people on Earth. 
to fix the colony. Oh, however many billion it is by then. Yeah. Uh, um, so I'll just give you a moment to think about that. Uh, so I'm narrating a small scene that tells us a little bit about Kelly, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, her background, her qualifications, and probably the only one that we haven't touched on a little bit, her relationship to the Earth Coalition, mm. whose president is Arnold Fletcher. Yeah. If that should figure. God, what if Arnold Fletcher and I went to school together as well? Mm. Yeah, what if it's nepotism? Oh. Yeah, God. I think we see, um, I think we see Kelly waiting, uh, for a, a plane from, uh, from a, an airport that seems to be surrounded by ocean, um, racked with heavy rain, Mm -hmm. um, a, a, a... A small bag bursting with, like almost like a duffel bag, bursting with stuff. Um, we see a a Kelly that's wearing like a heavy, thick, warm jacket and some and some wearing jeans and uh, and there's like a TV screen in this empty airport. The TV screen is is uh you know it's got uh. It's got Arnold Fletcher on the screen. It's talking about the, the amazing achievements that the, that the staff of the Mars colony have, have achieved so far in making our grand strides deeper into the solar system. Uh, but that, it, you know, in order to in order to take our in order to take our our steps uh, further into the stars. Uh, we need to secure our foothold on Mars. And that is why they're sending Kelly. And then he, like, sort of looks into the camera and he says, Go with God's grace, Kelly, and bring us uh, a secure Mars. Mm. And I think Kelly's just staring at the screen, super nervous, as this is some news broadcast. Yep. Uh, Waiting to board this plane from the middle of the ocean. Very interesting, uh, and uh, and and how and how, how far ahead of, of now is is that? I think that that's in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, uh, um, uh, how much time has elapsed between then? However long it takes to fly to the to the shuttle port and then and then launch to Mars. Launch to Mars. So it's probably been a, a couple of months. Yeah, at least. Sure, cool. All right. Uh, Well, uh, I might... uh, We'll we'll skip a bunch of that, uh, and I'd like to uh, launch into a... a, What's it called? Um, uh, A personal scene. Mm -hmm. Um, And this personal scene is going to be uh, Kelly arriving on Mars. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, And I'm going to just ask you some questions about, uh, is there anybody else on this shuttle with you? Uh, Yeah, I think there's probably like a bunch of businessmen who are, you know, 
and and people that are coming here to enjoy the resort aspect because I feel like yeah. the last time we played this we didn't really explore the resort aspect too mm. much. Sure. Um, so there's the opportunity for um, uh, people from Earth to come and try it before they move. Yeah, you know, if you've got a colossal amount of money to yeah. spend to get out here and then go back, it's not cheap. Yeah, you know, so there's a lot of you know very rich people, um, you know. Uh, and is the resort here actually up to scratch, or is it? I think a, the resort uh, is probably pretty cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's got a bit of a, a Dubai vibe to it. Sure. The resort dome, um, plus a whole lot of uh, freaky gravity rides. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, so you're disembarking uh, this this shuttle, uh, and uh, it's quite busy uh, here. There's lots of of people uh, disembarking and meeting up with other um, uh, friends and family or uh, catching uh, various transportation to where they need to go. Does anybody come to meet you? I think there's probably, like, a big contingent from the council or something okay. there. They're all excited. <laughs> so, uh, you you are following, you know, the, the cues and, and lines and, and carpet of uh, this disembarkation progress. And suddenly you round a corner and there's just cries and cheers... Uh, it's quite overwhelming. Uh, there's yeah. there's a whole lot of people here, uh, and at their head is um, uh, is a representative of the, of the Earth Coalition. Uh, um, you recognise uh, Mr. Inu, um, uh, Hoshi. Oh, oh, that's Inu. Okay. Yeah, it is now. Um, uh, and um, and he he. Uh, steps up to you and, and offers a, a warm handshake. Um, sort of shake the hand. I think just as I reach to shake his hand, I probably realise there's cameras. Yeah, and um, and 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 he, he he does the the regular handshake, but clasps you with both ugh, hands. Ugh. And, oh, Kelly, we're so grateful that you're here. Um, yeah, it's it's quite prolonged and sustained. How do you yeah. feel about that? I think Kelly's really awkward. I don't think Kelly likes being in the spotlight. I think. I think Kelly became the administrator of SC1, uh, SO1, just, like, by, like, everyone above her was inept, and she just kept complaining about how they weren't running the colony properly. And then, you know, they're like, well, if you could do it. And then it's like, no, wait, I'm just an engineer. It's like, well, now you're, the run now you're running this ocean floor colony. Oh, okay. Uh, she's had to do a lot of reading. Uh, yes. Um, great. Well, uh, cue the paparazzi. There's, there's uh, flashes and photographs everywhere. People from uh, News Network Corp. Of course. Uh, but you probably don't recognise them just no. yet. Uh, um, and what do you do? I think I sort of, like, shake his hand and sort of look around and, and awkwardly wave to people and then, like, try and chuck my bag back up onto my shoulder and then sort of lean in towards anyone and say where is where um where is my accommodation oh yes of course and in a grandiose gesture uh representative you know uh leads you through the crowd okay. um, uh towards a train Oh, yay. Uh, <laughs> a luxury train, gold class. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, and the crowds are held back uh, by um, uh, 
uh, the, the, the barriers, uh, and he leads you along this path, and you board this train. Now, <clears throat> what is special about this Mars train from the, uh, from the shuttle? I think that... I think that this train is like... Okay, harking back to a thing we talked about before recording. I think this train appears to be... Everything appears to be made out of, like, huge, impossibly large expanses of diamond. Right, yeah. Um, That has been synthesised. Which probably should be ridiculously heavy. But, of course, you've got Martian gravity on your side, so... They've turned it into high-speed rail. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> They've built a projector. <laughs> um, and I sort of... I grab, like, a diamond glass of water. Mm-hmm. As we... As we are sitting on the train, just like, um, so... Where... What... What section of the habitat am I staying in? Do you have, like, administrative quarters or... Uh, and, and, and just as you're starting to start these inquiries, a, um, a, a kind of hostess uh, walks down the aisle and um, uh, uh, she, she offers you uh, refreshments and uh, included in your uh, luxury first class uh, train fare, um, there is actually some uh, uh, swallowable like radiation uh, counter uh, affecting medicine in tablet form. <laughs> Uh, which which she gives you, um, and and uh, representative you know takes some as well. And, okay. Uh, and you, uh, he downs it with his uh, diamond glass of water and, and says, "Oh, what were you saying?" Um, I was just wondering if what section of the of the of the colony oh, were you staying in? Of course, of course. Uh, we've got you set up in a, a luxury suite. Uh, At one of the hotels, I'm guessing. Uh, yes, it's the it's the the penthouse floor of the uh, what's it called? Uh, I think I think it's the, I think resort. it's the Mars Hilton. Oh yeah, okay. The <laughs> right? Mars Hilton. Yeah. There we go. Excellent. Um, anything for you, Kelly Perkins? Oh, I mean, I just need a. I'd be happy with a cot, but I, uh, yeah, okay, cool. The the penthouse suite of an expensive resort. Okay. Uh, now, no doubt that you've you've had a, a very tiring journey. Uh, uh, is there anything else I can get you? No, I think I'll be fine. Right. It was six months. I'm pretty ready to get to work. Of course, you'll be wanting to explore the uh, the the resort and and the theme parks before you get to work. Um, I guess. Do you think that is necessary? Well, I mean, we we want you to have a. a Full uh, understanding of, of the colony and, and all its facilities. Yeah. Okay. How how does next Tuesday sound? For 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 starting work or for a tour of the of the of of the amusement parks. Well, I mean, 
What have you gone? What day is it? I mean, it's not Tuesday now, and it is some far time away from Tuesday, because uh, otherwise... Two days. Yeah. It's like, um, yeah, okay. Uh, so on Tuesday, you can show me the resorts and then take me to my office. I'd be delighted to. So that I can start work. You're um, getting a very warm vibe from this guy. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I'm feeling that. <laughs> I'm getting fucking handled, for sure. Cool. Uh, um, and uh, you're given directions uh, to to your residence, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's as far as this scene needs to go. Yeah, jeez. Uh, great. Okay, so I can have a I can have a personal scene or a what was the other one? Or a progress scene, which is where you address problems. Yeah, I feel like maybe I'm not ready for a progress scene. Hmm. And the other thing is that these need not happen in chronological order. You can flash back or flash forward um, yeah. as required. Um, I think I'm going to do a personal scene mm-hmm. to sometime before Tuesday. Yep. And I think it starts with Kelly in the lobby of the Hilton. Like, yeah. So, is there like a like a shopping district or like a night market of course there's a, a total of three floors uh does in the uh in the grand uh department uh uh, uh sector um that's uh, dedicated to uh all that you could want uh in terms of shopping and nightlife okay okay yeah uh and and um what kind of what kind of what's the What's the economic demographic of of that location? Ah, uh, well, it's... Uh, do your guests go there, or do people that live here also go there? Oh, well, both, of course. It's got everything anybody could ever want. Okay. Sure. This uh, salesperson that you're talking to is maybe not the most down-to-earth... Uh, mm-hmm. So when you get off shift and you need to do grocery shopping before going home, do you go there? Oh, well, uh, see, the f- food is a different matter. That's something that will probably be delivered to you. Yeah. Okay. I can see why this... Hmm. All right. Thanks for that. Could you call me, um, I don't know, what's the, what is the most... Si- I want to get to this this department store. Mm-hmm. Um, this department sector. Department sector, mm-hmm. um, and and uh, and and preferably, I want to get there in such a way that I see a majority of the city. Mm-hmm. Sure. Is, uh, what would you recommend? I guess. Uh, um, well, we have light rail. <laughs> <laughs> We've got all the rail, light, heavy, high speed. You know what? Why not? Um, yeah, so certainly you just uh, you just take the Grav uh, tram uh, oh, uh, down Main Street, uh, and and it'll take you straight there. It's just uh, twelve floors up. Okay, sure. Thank you. So I go get on the Grav tram. Yep. And does it does it feel like a thing that? I don't know. Does it feel like it's just a rich person thing? Is this um, for guests and administrators, or is this for people that have to live and work here as well? 
I think you get the feeling that most uh, most consumables and, uh, and 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 necessaries are um, provided and rationed out, mm. especially to staff. Okay. So it, they really do just get uh, packages of their bare necessities uh, delivered to them on a. Um, on a on a rotating roster, according to um, how frequently uh, oh, uh, the, the colony believes that they should be replaced, and if you want to buy, you know, new towels before um, you you get delivered new ones or whatever, then yes, you can go to the luxury uh, resort and buy luxury towels, but it's on your own head. Jesus! Um. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so yeah, Kelly's like walking through the department sector in in like a shitty pair of jeans and and like boots that are kind of starting to fall apart. Um, and and uh, and, uh, and like a, a wearing jacket. Um, and just sort of looking at the at the excess. And I think, um, and I think, uh, I think Kelly probably runs into some children, mm-hmm. some local kids, yeah, some teens maybe. And do they recognise you? I think they might recognise me, but I think they, yeah. The game is quite clear that you are um, adored by all when Mm. you get to Mars. Uh, Do you uh, think that that's in a celebrity context, as in everybody who's important knows you? Or do you think that everybody in the colony knows you? I think that everybody in the colony knows you. But I don't think that everyone necessarily knows why you're Um, important. Like, it's sort of like... It has been kept under wraps a little. Oh, no, I don't think it's that. I just think it's that instance of, oh, yeah, I've seen you on the news. I can't remember what that was about. Ah, so the colony is not especially aware. Well, there's not a lot of community engagement. Yeah, true. Yeah, okay, cool. So they are, uh, you, you, you're walking uh, along and uh, you see them and they kind of nod at you in a friendly passing of the street kind of way. Uh, they do look quite slight uh, compared to you. Um, yeah. Uh, I think Kelly probably sort of pauses for a minute and looks because I don't think that um, SO1 had a lot of allowance for um, for what younger members of the community might need or want. Mm-hmm. And I think that that might be something that Kelly is thinking that they, they probably regrets not addressing. Mm-hmm. And like, what is, what are, what are the, what is, what is, what do young people need? Mm. Does Kelly have children? I think Kelly does have children. Does Kelly want to have children? I think Kelly probably re- feels like her opportunity to have children has passed her by. Hmm. Uh, and as perhaps uh, looking at these youths a little wistfully? Yeah, I think it's kind of like, you know, 
oh, if I'd studied more in school, maybe I could have been a scientist. But it's like, oh, well, here I am not being a scientist, being whatever. Mm. Not, that's not, that is in, in a, an attempt to distill down Kelly's thought process here. Like, Analogous of. Yeah. It's like, I could have been a mother, but instead I'm the saviour of Mars, apparently. Yeah. How did I even qualify to be the saviour of Mars? I'm not even trained in Mars saving. Got a freaking civil engineering degree. Uh, right. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to explore in this scene? I think that that's probably enough to get the ball rolling. Sure. Alright, well, I'm going to, uh, uh, um, I'm going to, uh, head straight into an oppositional scene, um, uh, and, uh, that is, Um, you're only here for a short while uh, before you start noticing that um, not only are the people here um, uh, very lightly built, um, but they they also don't look like they are growing to their their full height. Or and and there's there's there there's, there's lower that, gravity so they should be taller than they are mm, so there's definitely something a bit peculiar about that which has piqued your interest um uh you've been uh accessing and exploring uh some of the various uh, rail networks and public transport options uh and you are alarmed to discover that there are large sections of the network uh with uh health disclaimers on them uh, uh, if you might be at a station and an announcement will broadcast warning you're about to board a train he- uh, uh, headed out of the city limits uh, please be wearing appropriate uh, health and safety regulated uh, protective equipment um, and people just don't uh, and things like warning this train will be passing through a radiation hazard for example, yeah. they don't actually use the word radiation. Oh, they don't use the word radiation? In fact, you're lucky if they use the word hazard. Um, uh, but there is a very clear disclaimer that it's on uh, the general populace's uh, head. And they just um, don't. And there is virtually no awareness about what that actually means. Um, uh, uh, so there are these trains that are leaving uh, the, the the city limits, mm. um, and they're completely unprotected from uh, 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 background radiation. That's fucking bonkers. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about that? It's fucking bonkers. Uh, <laughs> in a kind of more emotive way, rather than like a, a, a rational intellectual way. You're allowed to feel rational intellectual. Actually. No, I think that yeah. Kelly is genuinely shocked and doesn't understand how you could wind up one of the first colonists in human history and not be aware of colonists on another planet in human history and not be aware that you're like there's so much radiation talk to about this I think that Kelly probably I don't know 
Kelly probably calls up Tony. That's mm-hmm. yeah, and it's like So no one wears radiation protection. Ever. Oh, well some people I guess. People get like... on trains that go through un on unshielded lines and they and they just and they uh, they just eat the radiation. They just eat it. They're just like, yeah, sure, it's fine. Well, I mean, it's not a big issue, is it? It's a very big issue. This planet has no Van Allen belt. Hmm. Uh, what did you say? Uh, unshielded lines. Yeah. Good. That's that's good. Um, yeah, but I mean... It's got no ozone layer. It's got nothing. The radiation just soaks into the dirt. Well, I mean, it's pretty... They're very fast trains. It's a very small amount of time. Radiation doesn't work that way, Tony. You you don't want to get dressed up into three layers of radiation shielding before hopping on a train for three and a half minutes? I do if I don't want to fucking die at 30 from fucking cancer. Oh, well, I mean, the higher-ups, that's old enough. Jesus, why aren't the trains more radiation shielded? Something about making them totally out of diamond, I don't know. Fucking hell, Tony, this is... There's a lot that needs to be fixed here, and I don't know if I can do it. It's not just infrastructure. There's, like, an entire cultural shift that needs to happen. Kelly, if there's anybody I know that can tackle these sorts of issues, it's you. You can do anything. Look, I just, you know... I'm just worried, because, like, the first time... The first time I applied, I wasn't good enough for Mars. And now they've decided, now that the, the thing's p- falling apart, they've decided, oh yeah, now Kelly's good enough. Look, Kelly, a lot of things have changed since then. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure that you've really grown. Yeah, I guess. Jesus. It's just a lot, Tony. It's just a lot, a lot. And I mean, things aren't that bad, are they? They're not irreparable? It's just the radiation and the gravity thing, right? So, like, people aren't exercising enough, so they're not, like, they're, they're not... The supplements, the supplements in the food don't do shit if people don't exercise regularly to counteract the bone loss and the muscle degre- degradation from ha- being in lower gravity. Which isn't the worst thing. But it leads to a lot of other issues later in life. And I don't know, either you need to make exercise mandatory or you need to get people more involved in exercise and make them understand why it's useful. You gotta you gotta make some kind of community connection. I don't know. Maybe they need a park run up here. Hmm. Look, I trust that you know what's best. Although I am very impressed that you've highlighted how uh, uh, integrated all three of our issues are. <laughs> I thought I'd better tie them together. Yeah, that's very good. 
That's enough for this scene. Yeah, cool. Over to you. I think I'm going to do a progress scene. Very good. Because I think it's time. Um, so, progress scenes are now that we've. Uh, no, other way. Oop. There you go. Uh, progress scenes are a little bit uh, are more prescribed. Mm-hmm. Um, firstly, you only get nine of these. Yep. That's the timeline across the top of your character sheet. Every time we finish one of these, you cross one of those out. Um, and that's it. Um, you may actually have less. Uh, I'll probably we, have less. As we discovered in the last game. <laughs> I believe the last game we took a break because we were like, oh, it's been a while. And then we came back and it was like two more scenes and the game was over. Yep. Uh, I lost very rapidly after that. Um, I have no doubt that you will not fall for the same pitfalls. Nah, I totally um, will. Uh, great. So during a progress scene, the saviour will try to generate as many health points as possible on one, in one of the colony health markers. If you can generate 20 health points in one marker, you have made significant progress towards stabilising it. And if you could generate 40 health points in a marker, then you have stabilised that area of the colony. So um, much. Uh, um, in part A of a progress scene, uh, you cross off the, the next highest number of your timeline. Yep. Uh, so um, nine. Oh, that's yeah, and that, that's all of part A. And in part B, you declare which colony marker you're trying to improve, and you describe Kelly's goal and plan. Uh, the plan is a basic outline of how you're going to attempt to solve the problem, um, uh, and they can be very large and scaled, taking hours, days, or months to complete. You've got the whole resources of the colony behind you. Um, the goal and plan are about what you hope will happen, and not necessarily what will happen. So yeah. we don't pre-narrate the outcome at all. Uh, then sure. we roll some dice. So do you want to... We'll, we'll do that much first. So... I have... De- Kelly has decided that a lot of these tasks are going to take a lot of time to work out solutions for and are going to require looking at what we have access to here and how we can use existing infrastructure and existing solutions to come up with new uh, ways of solving the problem. However, what we have a lot of is standard resort equipment mm-hmm. that's just there for the for the people that come to visit the resort to use so we can address some of the gravity problem maybe if we make it free for any member of the colony to go and use the resort gyms right uh, and hope that just making it free will 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 encourage entice some people to use it that's, but we'll see what happens that is an excellent uh, uh an excellent idea so uh, uh you get two dice um uh to begin with and uh, you roll the two dice and you add up the result and this is the total number of health points that you have generated god here we go oh, seven good um <laughs> Uh, now, the, so you add up the total as you've just done. However, there is a catch. On any roll, including the initial roll, if one or both of the dice show a one... Fuck! Uh, and you've rolled a one and a six, uh, then the entire plan is a failure and the saviour earns no health points for the scene whatsoever. Uh. Um. <clears throat> uh. uh now, frustrating. <laughs> if uh, you so uh, 
sorry, this is a this uh, format is a little bit um, weird. How I so, but because you've rolled a one, uh, this plan is a failure and it generates zero health marks, health points. Because you don't get points from the roll that generated the mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. If in a hypothetical situation you hadn't rolled a one, you could Push bank your points and and call that progress seen a success, or you can roll an additional two die dice, and you keep on and you can keep going until you fail, yeah. um, or, um, or or until you decide to stop. Um, uh, if this if the savior quits, it's a success. Um, we record things. Part eight failure. If the savior rolls a one, disaster. Kelly's plan is complete failure unless the savior chooses to create a deception. He generates no health points for the scene. The players narrate Kelly's failure and how the colony continues to collapse. So I think in this instance, this is a very grand gesture uh, in that uh, this is a, a luxury resort of the highest caliber, and you've kind of said. Anyone who works in the resort can use those gym facilities, uh, which, uh, which is uh, there's a couple of reasons why it's not as successful as it could have been. The first is that uh, in general you'd expect a massive uh, groundswell of support uh, for for the, from this from uh, kind of the general population who are being given something, uh, but. For whatever reason, that's missing here. Um, there is uh, a, a lack of interest or a lack of care about these core issues, um, which is something else that you're going to have to address. Hmm. Uh, the second thing is uh, that there is understandably um, some opposition from uh, higher-ups uh, in the uh, economic um, underpinning of the resort who are saying, what? That's ridiculous. And so you actually get quite a bit of pushback from them. This may still be a strategy uh, that could be pursued in the future, but um, at, without a lot of negotiation and, oh, well, they can use it during the uh, these hours and for this mm. much time, um, uh, it's, it's really hard to get these people to agree or at least to agree willingly. You, you can force them with your your um, political power um, uh, but perhaps but you certainly can't force people to go um, unless uh, now you can choose um, when the saviour rolls a failure he must move one token from admiration to contempt the only way to avoid this loss is is of reputation is to create a deception um uh if you choose, uh, you can create a deception and move one of those admiration counters to deception instead. Um, you will still get any health markers, health points you got before you rolled your one. Um, so in this case, no. um, in this case, it's still zero, but you can choose to have one in in uh, in deception instead of contempt. I think I'm going to take the contempt. Hmm. So mechanically what that does is um, as you get um, things in contempt, um, uh, Mars, people in Mars Connolini will petition for your removal. Mm-hmm. So you can only have five in contempt mm-hmm. uh, before the game is over, I believe. It's five. Um, however, having people in deception also poses a threat because the, of the risk of scandal. Mm-hmm. If you ever roll a double one, 
uh, it's a scandal uh, and um, and it's a great failure. Um, and in addition, you lose all of your lie points yeah. and and all of your people in deception go to content. Yeah. The more people you have in deception, the more the chances increase. For one person, deception is one is on a one on a double one or a one two. Um, with five people in deception, you'll have on a double one or on a one two one three one four one five one six, um, which is any role that includes a one. Yeah. Um, oh. Great. I just um, got to keep remembering that like this game is about the difficulties of dealing with bureaucracy uh, and other people and trying to fix other people's mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's like, it's okay. It's all right. It's meant to be this bad. Yeah. Good. And we're just going to pause there for a moment because I've got a call. That... Yeah, for sure. So we're just going to take a quick break. And we're back. I hope you enjoyed that music. Yeah, music. I love music. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's it's stopped. (laughs) I also hate that YouTube video so much. Ellery is referencing some of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite YouTube slash Vine videos. It is the worst. I love it so much. Anyway, so you were going to pick a scene. Are we doing personal? What are we doing? We are doing a <clears throat> oppositional scene. Oh, yep. Rolling straight into it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, this time, mm-hmm. uh, um, where. Uh, um, First, referencing uh, a little bit of contempt um, uh, since your stay in Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to name a new character. Oh, shit. And that character is going to be uh, um, uh, Tobias. Um, Keeping up with the T names. Yep. Uh, uh, and he is a member of the Fox Party, as, as a number of... Uh, of Martians are, um, but he is a magnate uh, in um, the resort, oh. and uh, he uh, 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 schedules a meeting in your calendar. Now you haven't actually uh, given anybody leave to do that yet. Um, uh, what do you do? <laughs> I I go. 
I'd buy it. Yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah, a meeting, sure. Sure, I guess. Uh, do you go? Yeah, I go. Right, I will okay. attend the meeting. Because um, uh, there's always a choice. Um, so, uh, uh, he's, uh, it's scheduled for his office. Uh, at, at 11 a.m. Uh, and and you turn up. It's fairly easy to find place. It's not especially large. Yeah. Uh, um, quality in terms of uh, staffing and personnel. Uh, and uh, and he's sitting behind a very large desk. It's quite uh, quite opulent. Mm-hmm. He's made out like, of extruded diamondium. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, no, probably a little bit more tame inside, oh, to be honest. Yeah, fair. Um, uh, and he says, ah, Kelly, take a seat. Where am I taking it? There's, there's a chair in the other side. Yeah, I know. Wait. Kelly makes a joke. Kelly tries to break the tension with a Where joke. Where am I taking it? Yeah. What, what's it, what's Have you that? never heard that joke before? When someone says, take a seat, and you say, where am I taking it? As in, where am I taking it to? I've never heard that joke. Oh. And I think the effect is somewhat less from him as well. He's <laughs> like, um... And he points, and I'm just like... Should oh. I hear that? <laughs> Sit um, down. Now, Kelly. If I be, may be permitted to head straight to business. Of course, Tobias. Hmm. Uh, that's Mr... Uh, um, uh, just it's Mr. Greenwood. It's Mr. Tobias to you. <laughs> Mr. Greenwood, thank you. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, um, just recently, you've been uh, changing some of the social infrastructure of, of our resort quite, uh, quite severely. Uh, can you talk to me a little bit about that? Well, look, honestly... There's a lot to fix about Mars Colony if it's going to last beyond the next few years uh, without shipping endless supplies of people from Earth here to staff it. Uh, so I thought the Mars Colony is a, is a utopia. He interrupts you. Um... <laughs> sure. A radiation-riddled, muscle-atrophying utopia that has a surprising obsession with expansionism, considering it couldn't even radiation shield itself properly. But, you know, it's a utopia. Hmm. I've been under a lot of stress lately, okay? And I apologise for speaking out of turn. Well, but... You know, it's it's clear that you've got a very stressful position, but you really needn't worry about all these small details. I, relevant people are taking care of it. Sure. Okay. Thanks. Was there anything else you needed to tell me? No, that will be all. Cool. Thanks for the seat. Do you take it with you? I don't take it with me, but God, wouldn't that be a funny joke? Right. Over to you. Personal scene. Mm-hmm. I think... I think... We see Kelly looking in, in, in her office looking at, like, a bunch of 
data and looking up the specs on things. You know, what is the... What is the most radiation-resistant material you can ma manufacture on Mars? Oh, what's that? It's one meter of Earth. Why did we even build domes? Um, and, you know, looking up uh, health statistics and projections on, you know, old NASA studies on radiation poisoning and... All this kind of junk and just struggling to integrate all of this information into a usable plan. Mm -hmm. And then I think, I think Kelly just like sort of closes all of the screens and then brings up a search and just types in bars. Mm. And then picks one at random and then pulls out their personal computer smartphone thing clicks navigate to yeah cool all right so where are you going i am going to the hmm i am going to the fields of elysium great which is a aries slash mars the god themed bar All the bartenders are super cut and wearing like, like uh, Greek helmets. Of course, you know the entry fee to uh, some, somewhere is as um, elite as this. I am the savior of Mars. Of course, you you waved in. <laughs> I think Kelly's put on a non-ripped pair of jeans. Oh, yeah, yeah, well. and like a. A button-up, like, suit shirt with the sleeves half rolled up. Mm -hmm. Just below the elbows. Uh, so at this point you've been in Mars for a couple of weeks. Uh, so you you walk into this club, you're looking to let off some steam. Who here do you know? Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm it gonna... can be one of these named buns, or it I can want... be somebody... We've got all these different. names here, so I think it'd, it'd be cool to use some of them. I think I see. Oh, who do I? See? <laughs> uh, what's important is every time we introduce a new character, we write their name down, or if it's written down already, and we allocate a political party for them. Mm. Um. Ah, you know, we didn't give Tony a political party. Did we need to? Uh, we certainly can do. No, but did we need to? Um, look, as with all RPG rules, guidelines, but um, as rules is written, probably, yeah. Um, uh, but I, in this... I think Tony's probably trained. Sure. Great. Sweet. So, who here do you know? I think I know... Look, it's a toss-up between Spaniel or Jace, maybe. Jace. Jace, yeah. I know Jace Williams. Oh. Who... And how did you meet them? I think I met Jace 
at some mind-numbing function in the in the first week I was here. All right. So and I think that maybe Jace tried to save me a little bit from so, how boring that was. Sure. So Jace is a news newsman. Yeah. yeah. A um, newsman. Uh, news person. I like uh, newsman as a term. Uh, it sounds like it sounds like what if we had <laughs> what if we had cable news in the 1800s? <laughs> I'm a newsman. Newsman. Uh, yeah, great. Uh, my father was a newsman. My, his father was a newsman, and uh, my children are all going to be excellent. newsmen. Moving on. Sorry. Uh, no, that's fine. Uh, so, um, and he's he's a bit comic. He's got a sense of humour, mm-hmm. at least off camera. Um, good. Um, would you expect to see him here? I don't think I would. Oh, okay. Like I feel like. So you enter into this 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 club, uh, this bar rather, uh, and there's um, sorts of pretty sexy stuff uh, with the you know hot bartenders, etc. Um, and you see, across the room, uh, Jace Williams, and you're like, what? Bit of a double take. Uh, what do you do? I think I probably watch to see what Jace is up to, yeah. and then at some point I think Kelly will order Jace a drink and have it sent over to him. Cool, well... Because <clears throat> Kelly's a forward-thinking modern woman. Yeah. Who's lived on the bottom of the Southern Ocean. Um, uh, so, uh, just as you, uh, it's an excellent plan. Just as you enter the, 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 um, the bar, um, you can see that Jace is also getting up. Uh, but he's heading, uh, there's a spiral staircase, actually, down into a, an open, uh, an open, uh, section of the floor, which leads down to a second level, where there is... A lit up dance floor. Oh, good! It's a dance floor. Yeah, I wasn't sure how altered carbon we were going. Um, and he starts dancing with some of the people down there mm. because he's a trending newsman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I order two drinks and I head down there. Right, I offer him a drink. Okay, uh, so uh, you. Um, Between just, songs or whatever. Yeah, so you just said the the um, the the spiral staircase. It's a bit trippy down here because there's like all these panels on the floor and they change colour. Um, so like, I thought you could say it's a bit trippy down here because the gravity's all different and you're trying to walk down a staircase. That too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but um, uh, yeah, interesting. You should point that out. All the walls are like padded, uh, so that you don't crash into. Oh, yeah, if you've got a lot of off-world people here with like two meter vertical leaps. Yeah. Um, but you can find that you can probably um, you can probably jump up high enough to to just like kind of see the the the, the next floor. Um, yeah. I'm picturing like a, people doing the Maasai dancing where they jump up and down, oh, yeah. but like on Mars, that'd be fucking cool. So much airtime though. It's so hard to keep in time with the music. It takes so long to come back down. Very good. Um, alrighty, you are. Um, you wait for a, a lull in the music, which takes a while, um, dance remixes being what they are, uh, and then you uh, catch. Jace's eye and uh, proffer a drink, and he um, he comes on over. Um, and says, "Oh, thanks. You're a 
You're Kelly Perkins, aren't you? I am, in fact. What are you the... doing? Oh, sorry, yeah, go on. Well, as I was say, the Kelly Perkins. <laughs> what are you doing in a place like this? Well, I searched for bars on my computer and Fields of Elysium stood out. Yeah, this is my favourite too. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, I'm working down the list. Uh, what's the strip? I don't know. I I said I asked for something, and then the bartender said something back, and I couldn't quite hear them, and I nodded. Oh, tropical. <laughs> it kind of tastes uh, like it's got grapefruit in it. Mm. And there's a little like kind of stick of pineapple off, you know. Oh, grapefruit and pineapple and gin is what I'm feeling. Yes, it sounds too much. That's what it is, and I'm gonna try that drink. Now. I've had grapefruit and gin recently. I don't recommend it, but you like gin, so you uh, probably will like it. And I like grapefruit. Well, then you'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, pineapple garnish. And like a glass of cherry. Like on a. Um, oh, yeah. On, a, on, on, a, a on an umbrella. Together. Pineapple and glass of cherry. <laughs> This is the best. This is the the core activity of Mars Colony. <laughs> we went to a bar in the last one too, but it was like a anarchist cell. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you should write an RPG about making cocktails. That'd be great. Um, mm, yeah, I mean, I've written an RPG about written an RPG about making cake. So perfect. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so he says this. Uh, is this work related or what 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 are you here for? Honestly, I'm just trying to forget about work. There's so much. There's so much to try and do. Oh yeah, I know how it is. I, you know, there's just every day there's so much new content that you have to get through. Yeah, all that all those developments about the train. Mm. How do they keep them running on time? Well, that extra, you know, half hour between days is uh, it's helpful for catching up, I think. <laughs> yeah. um, is, is Jace fit? Ah, uh, yeah, he is pretty fit. He's quite tracking too. Hey, Jace, I hope you don't think this is too forward. How do you stay in shape? Oh, well, uh, I've got, you know, some, some personal exercise equipment that, um, I mean, it's, it's really a must-have on Mars. Uh, yeah. Yeah, cool, cool. And, of course, I am um, often down here dancing. It's a great workout. Sure, sure. Could you show me this equipment? Yeah. He looks a little bit taken aback. You mean, like... Yeah? You, you sure you want, like, another drink or something for I'm sure you've got drinks at your place. Okay. Um, um, follow me. Uh, and he leads you up the, the staircase and you exit the, uh, the uh, bar. His residence uh, is in a different sector to yours. Um, uh, so you hop on a, a slightly unfamiliar um, portion of the rail network. Um, and, uh, he asks, so, uh, what, what do you do when you're not working? 
work. <laughs> no, but seriously. <laughs> like, anything I do here, really, even if it's recreation, it's still pretty much work because, like, this place is my job. I have to make all of this work. <sighs> and I sort of, like, am touching his clothes and just like, hey, what's this material? Oh, it's just a, uh, a synthetic polymer, you know, they, they make it here. Um, uh, what's it called? Not sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it feels nice. So do you. Oh, all right. Okay. Can I touch you here? Sure. Is this work too? Yeah, that's good. A little bit higher, maybe? <laughs> All right. And do you want this scene to continue or are you done? I mean, we can continue like this if you'd like, but I don't know how much further we can go without Pickett being I mean, explicit. Well, uh, I mean, uh, do you actually want to see uh, Jace's apartment and exercise equipment and stuff? No, okay. I think maybe I do see. I think, like, we probably sure. see. Um, I think we see. From Jace's perspective, we see him wake up and look, and Kelly's, like, looking at the exercise equipment, and then she just leaves, like, in the morning. Yeah. And what's the implication of this fade to black? Um, I think... Which part? That... The the romantic... uh, I think that they probably slept together. Okay, cool. Good. Alrighty. Uh, that means it's my turn. Yeah. And it's Tuesday. Another Tuesday? or No, we're doing a flashback. Yes. Any Tuesday you like. Um, representative uh, uh, Hoshi Inu. Is this a flashback to the that Tuesday? Or is this another Tuesday <laughs> where he's showing me um, another thing? Uh, it's... Um, Oh yeah, sorry. We have had more content happen than a couple, than half a week, haven't we? Definitely yeah. yes. This is a flashback to that Tuesday. Cool. Um, uh, and is this a personal scene? This is a personal scene. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, Hoshi Inu. So I'm less exacerbated about bars. Yeah. Uh, and Hoshi has met you at your residence, mm-hmm. um, so that he can give you a tour around the choicest bits of the uh, resort. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and what's your general feeling about this before it begins? I think that, um, I think that, uh, I think that Kelly's kind of got a sense that, oh, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be like one of those holiday town things in, in, you know, it's going to be like Brisbane, but nicer or whatever. She's yeah. not really, ex- she hasn't really sure. thought too thoroughly about how expensive it is and how much of a time commitment it is to come to Mars and visit this resort and how it'd have to be the best resort ever in order to warrant the time investment alone to get here. Uh, <laughs> it'd so- be like travelling... By boat from England to go to a resort in Australia 
and it'd take about the same amount of time. Yeah, that would be pretty pretty barbaric uh, <laughs> in terms of uh, um, travel and logistics. Uh, great. So, um, do you hear your equivalent of a, a doorbell yeah. um, uh, trigger? Excellent. Um, and, and and Hoshi is standing on the doormat. He's um, uh, wearing uh, an uh, immaculately pressed uh, um, uh, morning attire. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he is uh, just a little bit nervous when he says, Oh, good morning, Miss Perkins. How, how are you? I'm good. Um, room is very big. It's it's one of the best rooms so I've heard. Have you come in? Oh. Have you never been inside? Oh no no not not me. <laughs> cool. Uh well so it's got a full bar for some reason. Um and there's and, and there's this fridge full of confectionery and um there's a snake house for some reason. Um, and two bathrooms. Well, that, that is extravagant for a, for one person. <laughs> yeah. Apparently you can take the snakes out, but um, I've left them in. <laughs> yes, I... Yes, that sounds much safer. I mean, they're not poisonous. They're just pythons. Mm. Uh, anyway, you must be keen to get started, shall we? Yeah, let's go ride some roller coasters and stuff. He offers you his arm. I take his arm. Oh, excellent. Uh, and leads you out, uh, and you spend uh, a, a, a not unenjoyable day um, uh, around the... Uh, I wouldn't call it a theme park. Uh, he, he doesn't take you around. Perhaps a dream park? Yeah, he takes you around the more calm areas of the resort. Uh, if if one uh, was not blithely oblivious, one might say that this is a very romantic uh, uh, series of events. Okay. Um, what stands out as romantic? As like the uh, like, uh, give me a place or two uh, uh, that are particularly good. Uh, good choices. Yeah, okay. I think he takes me on this thing that they call a gravity tractor. And Kelly points out where they get on this. Like, look, I'm no astro engineer, but this is not a gravity tractor. Like, a gravity tractor is a completely different thing. And I think he's just, like, staring at her. And he's just like, it's fun, though. It's fun. <laughs> it's very fun. It's basically like an elliptical um, Ferris wheel. Right. It's cool. just oval. Yeah. But they've called it a gravity tractor to spice it up Ooh. and make it sound sci-fi. Yeah, cool. And you're like, yeah, I've, I've, I've been in space, so have all of you. What's the deal? <laughs> this isn't a gravity tractor. It's not using gravity to oscillate between two... Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Is there another one? Um, I think there's like... It's all right if that's the, the pinnacle of this date. I think that there's a restaurant where your tables are like lily pads floating on this pool oh. of water. And I think the, I think Kelly's just like, is this, is this real water? Where is this water sourced from? How did you get... Did you guys truck this down from... From, from the poles or... Did you ship it here from Earth? 
great. <laughs> um, and he's like trying to talk about the delicious selection of pastries or whatever. Okay. Now, my last question yes. uh, for this person to see. What about Hoshi Inu is the deal breaker? What about Hoshi is the deal breaker? Well, I could make my Kelly racist, but I don't really want to do that. Um, what if he has bad teeth? Why would you have bad teeth in the future? So why would you have bad teeth on Mars? Why would you send someone with bad teeth to Mars? That's so terrible. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Then you've got to worry about dentistry. Mm, You got what? (laughs) You gotta have to worry about dentistry. Everyone gets freaking um. What's the thing called when you get your appendix removed? There's a special name for that procedure. Hysterectomy. No, hysterectomy is when you remove the womb. <laughs> um, anyway, appendectomy? No. Whatever. Everyone who goes to Antarctica gets their appendix removed so that there's no chance. Mm. But that's that only happened after somebody actually had their appendix explode yeah. there, and the oh, actually, I believe it was a surgeon. It was the it was the 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 doctor on the station, and they had to run somebody else through the 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 surgical procedure, and he ended up it. doing it anyway because the other guy couldn't do it. Yeah. Which is a uh, which is pretty. Well, yeah. Now imagine that with teeth. Anyway, so I think that the deal breaker is that he has a wife back on Earth because I want to reuse that plot point. Apparently, right. Um, and I think that there's probably a lot of that of people being like, "Oh yeah, I'll go, I'll go do this job on Mars, and I'll be back in like five years." And then it's like, "Well, five years is a long time," and also, it's. You know, there's hot people dressed up as Greek gods here. Okay, I said last question, but I actually have more questions, so... Sure. Sorry about that. Are you honest about your feelings? Or are you blindly oblivious? Or do you kind of leave leave him hanging? Uh... Oh, no, I definitely think Kelly leaves him hanging. Alright, cool. I think think Kelly's worried... About so, what might happen if if she shut him down too strongly. Yeah, so you're at you're at this restaurant of floating tables, and it's very nice. And he um, is is talking about the the fine wine, and you're talking about the physics, uh, and and he and and he um, uh, reaches for your hand and says, Kelly, it's it's very lovely to have you here in in more ways than. In just your work, and you—we've we've met like once before. Oh, I reckon you've probably seen him around before, before yeah. today. But this is, yeah. Mm, yeah. Anyway, you can read it like that if you want. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and you, and I, I sort of um, drink my wine. Okay, and you know him. Good. Excellent. I sort of look at him and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, as I drink my wine. It's like, God, kiss me if I have a glass in front of my face. Very good. Uh, avoidance strategy. Yeah. Great. That is all. Cool. 
Your turn. I am going to do a uh, a progress scene. I got there in the end. And what health marker are you addressing in this progress scene? Disease caused by radiation. All right. Yep. Um, Kelly doesn't. Kelly is an engineer and doesn't know how to treat diseases, but I know how to treat radiation because I know how to like stop radiation getting into things. So I just need to apply that to people. If people don't get radiation in them, then they won't get sick from radiation. Good plan. I'm thinking. We need some kind of radiation-resistant f- material that we can wear, and people are compl- you know don't want to put on heaps of ra- layers of radiation-resistant material. So we need to make like a line of nice clothing or something. But first, we need this material. So I want to make a clothing that is radiation-resistant. Yeah, great. Uh, excellent. Um, let's let's roll some dice. All right, not a one, please. Fuck it. <laughs> a three and a one. Why? Yeah, I maintain that this uh, this 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 rolling mechanic is can be pretty pretty damn brutal. It's so punishing. Um. Ugh. Probability just stabbed me in the foot. Ones shouldn't come up this often. Well, actually, I mean, you've got a 1 in 6 plus 5 over 6 times 1 in 6 equals 5 over 36 equals approximately 1 in 6. So you've actually got almost a third chance of rolling a 1. Anytime you roll, at least one one. Anytime you roll two dice, it's pretty. It's pretty tough. I feel like we got similar th- outcomes last time too. No, you got to push at one point and then roll the one, didn't you? Yeah. I haven't even gotten that far. Nobody's buying this anyway. Um. Yeah. So. You raised this idea that oh, we just need to to develop a. a a thing that will block radiation. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's... that's uh, It's a good enough plan that we invest some resources into it uh, before we discover that uh, uh, it's not fashionable. So it's... Uh, even if you even if you make the, the clothes and, and you uh, do some marketing, it's just... It hasn't taken off. And people still want to use those resources for other, much more stable... The fabric is just uh, too rigid to be made into nice, stylish clothing, so it's just not going to work. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I'm this close to genetically engineering a new Martian at this point. Honestly, that's about where I, what I've got left in terms of ideas. Alrighty. Um... Uh, Personal scene. Alright. You're frustrated. You've worked really hard and you're not getting anywhere. Yeah. Who do you talk to? Oh, I forgot to cross off my progress scene. I'm gonna call Tony. Because Tony and I used to help Tony used to help me with this stuff. I remember when I was freaking out about my application to the Mars program. Tony Tony looked at my application before I sent it in. That's true. Made sure that it was all Yeah. <laughs> 
She 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 helps you out with it. They. They helps you out. True. Yeah. Uh, excellent. <coughs> uh, and what do you say, Tony? I'm just. Can you can oh. What if this is the day before I make the presentation to the board about the fiber thing? Because personal scenes can be non-linear. Yeah, sure. What if this is the night before? I'm like, Tony, I'm stressing out about this presentation. Can you come over and help me? Can you help me run through my presentation? You know how bad I am at public speaking. Uh, welcome. I'm, I'm really busy at the moment, Kelly, but... All, all right. Uh, um... Tony meets you in your penthouse apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're... Uh, I think it's a fucking mess. <laughs> I just haven't let any of the cleaning stuff come in. Because I'm like, no, I want it to feel like a normal house. Yeah, sure. Okay, it's a mess. Tony is like, this is a mess. Yeah, Tony, of course it's a mess. Because I'm a mess. <laughs> no wonder you can't think straight in here. Look, what we've got to do first is clean up. <laughs> All right, sure, okay. Um, so you and Tony spend two hours <laughs> cleaning up your workspace. Yep. Uh, so that you can uh, you can run it through this presentation, uh, and then uh, um, Tony sits back. She listens to what you have to say. They. They. Thank you. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, Hey. Um, and they say, look, look, it's fine. You've just got to not stress about this. I'm, it'll, I'm, it'll be okay. I'm just really worried that um, one of these, who was the fucking, one of these people like, yeah. I'm just really worried that like Ella is going to is gonna veto my idea just because it will divert a small portion of resources from the stupid train business. <sighs> well, look, that's true. That's a, that's a reasonable concern. But there are four other board members on the Earth Coalition. You're not talking to one person. You've just got to convince the majority that... You're, you're, that it's a, an idea worth pursuing. I just, I just, yeah. The next option is, honestly, if we can't make radiation shielding that people will wear, we're going to have to make the whole habitat radiation shielded. And at this point, that means building a whole new Mars colony underground or somehow piling dirt up on top of the freaking habitat. And then we'll have a whole bunch of problems to do with sunlight. Because sunlight is important for human health, both physically and mentally. So these studies from NASA told me, which I've been reading over and over and over again to try and work out all of the things I need to consider to keep these people healthy. Kelly, Kelly, I think... I think you just need to calm down. It's gotta be all right. Oh god, how do people calm down? How do people calm down? Well, I don't know. Are you seeing anyone at the moment? 
think Kelly pauses for a minute and look, glances at the television. No. Look. I don't have time to date. Look, just maybe take some time off work. You know, we, you can do this presentation tomorrow and then give yourself a break. You'll have earned it. Oh, yeah. I didn't decide whether I took contempt or deception. I think I took contempt. Because I didn't do deception. Sure. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, all right. God. You're always here to help me out. Look. You know. It's your work. <laughs> I'm just glad to, to give you a helping hand when I can. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Tony. Always. Your turn. Okay. Progress. Look, it's tempting. But I can also do it in a personal scene. Tony said that I should take time for myself, Ellery. And then you failed. (laughs) That's true, actually. That's a good way of thinking about it. I can't take time off now because I'm lagging behind on my goals. All right, sure. They want to do expansionism. Let's let's fucking look at expansionism. Um, I'm gonna do a progress thing. Hollis. Okay. Alright, so they they wanna build this they wanna build a, a train line. They wanna build a big powerful train to to cut Power. A, to cut across the Martian expanse. And train <laughs> And I'm just like, cool, where's the train going? And what is gonna be at the end of this train line? Is it gonna be a new city? Perhaps we should think about where we want that city to be, and perhaps that city should be at the bottom of a canyon that can be easily enclosed so that you can have radiation shielding on a habitat. Ah, yes. Well, we do have plans for uh, uh, colonial outpost number two, and it's going to be a grand high-rise development out in the middle of the something-something plains. And you're like... I can almost remember the name of one of the planes. (laughs) Um, I think planes on Mars are called planeta. Sure. Well, that's what they want. Indeed. And that's not what you want. So roll your dice. So, yeah, I'm trying to... Yeah, I already crossed it off. I'm trying to convince them to please build a colony underground. Great. Yes! Oh, God! A two and a six! All right, so that's eight points... Are you going to do more? <laughs> I feel like... Look, I, I've got how many progress scenes left? You have six progress scenes left. I could maybe get them to not fuck up their second colony if I keep rolling that well on each of these six progress scenes. If I don't roll any more ones. Do I want to take this... Oh, but if I fuck it up, I can take a deception, though. Let's push our luck! Yeah, you get to keep those eight points, providing you can lie about it effectively. 
<laughs> oh, six and a three. I'm sorry for screaming at the microphone. So that's eight plus nine equals seventeen. Oh god, that's real 20 close. Twenty is partially stabilized. Do we? It's one in three chance of it's getting a one, right? Slightly less than one in three. I can work out the full ones for you. Seventeen. Let's try one more time. <gasps> I want the Jesus. <laughs> Two sixes. What's um, that? So like is uh, seventeen plus twelve is twenty nine. Oh, twenty nine is pretty good. I think I'm gonna stay. I think I think if you push your luck any further than that, then it's uh, quite serious. I think I'm gonna um, stay with twenty nine. Where so do I mark that? You mark that in under health on the t- thing that you were addressing. Yep, expansion. you get twenty nine points. Cool. Um. Uh, great. Um, and then we narrate that success if the saviour quits then Kelly's plan is considered a success she may not have accomplished everything she set out to do but more importantly she hasn't failed the saviour adds up all of the health points he has generated to the appropriate health mark on the character's worksheet Um, now there is a note here about if we ever reach 40 points the related area of the colonies is considered stabilised and then we introduce um, a new one and we develop a new problem um uh uh, importantly though if you do get one up to 40 you may move uh, one token from contempt back to admiration ah, makes um, the game which, last longer which is uh, well it makes the game not end immediately um, uh, which is a mechanic that we weren't able to use last time but we might end up we may get to use it this time we'll see because um, um, that includes fly points as well you can actually lie your way back into admiration a wow. little bit. Um, wow. <laughs> very good. So, um, in this case, I think that this this plan is an outrageous success and is everything you'd hope for. You contact all of the relevant people and you talk them around saying, oh, look, you could still build these structures and, in fact, they might even work better if you build them here. Um, if we build them in this canyon you will be protected from a lot more of the radiation. And you can still do high rises in the canyon, but you just build it like, you could do a cool like uh, floating buttress kind of thing, like on Gothic buildings, except you'll have the, it'll be like, it'll be like your buildings are holding up the canyon wall, right? Won't that be cool? What's more, probably on on somewhere like Earth, any kind of slope is bad for rail and terrible for maglev. But because of the reduced gravity, it's actually not as much of an issue here. So you can you can use the rail network to get there. Um, so so yes, you, uh, it, it's, it's you can put the station at the top of the canyon, like whatever. It is a uh, a tremendous victory for you, uh, especially since you feel like um, your other efforts haven't been uh, yeah. have been successful. Well done. Cool. Um, positional scene. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Fair. Um, I just need to do that well on six and five, and I'll get, and then I'll get my gravity and my disease addressed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kelly, you've noticed that you personally are not as uh, as physically capable as you were when you first arrived here. Oh, shit. 
Um, you've been here for probably about a month now, and you're amazed at, at the decline. Of course, on Mars, you can still do everything that you've been doing in your, in your daily routine, but you're seriously concerned that if you ever went back to Earth, your uh, activities would be quite severely compromised. What are you doing to alleviate that? I am... I guess I'm going to do a progress scene in a minute. Um, I think Kelly starts by, like... You know, starts by lifting weights when she's at her desk or whatever, trying to read through a bunch of information... I mean, I think she's probably going to realise that she's going to need to do some serious work to counteract. And it's it's really interesting because, like, gravity is, what, a third of Earth's? Yeah, so I can, lift, so, I like, can lift, like, 20 kilos easy. Yeah, so, like, you're like, oh, yeah, these, these 2K weights will be pretty serious after, you know, 20 minutes of aerobics. And it's like, nothing. Yeah. Uh... Um, and you're like, oh yeah, I'll just lift what I, I'm used to lifting back home. And it's like, nothing. Um, you have to do resistance training or yeah, something yeah. rather than pure weight. But that's, that's a thought process Kelly has to go through. What was Old Mate's machine looking like? Mm. Maybe I should go over to Jace's place more often. <laughs> yeah. Do you do that? I don't think I don't think Kelly is so underhanded that she would start dating someone just so that she could use his exercise equipment. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> but I think maybe the thought crosses her mind when she's sitting there at a desk. You know, if fit. if I was sleeping with Jace every night, then in the morning I could just use his exercise equipment, and I'd already be there rather than having to go to the gym downstairs. But then I'd have to date Jace, and that's a lot of effort just to use at the gym. It's almost as much effort as going downstairs and using the gym. And then I think Kelly goes downstairs and uses the gym. With, uh, with all of their resistance bands. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. We are not astronauts. Mm. Or, or... I almost said Argonauts. I don't, that <laughs> My, I don't know what a yeah. Alright, that's all this scene is. Uh, yeah, cool. Thank you for doing all the all the, all the heavy lifting on my scenes, by the way. It's great. I mean I'm the most developed character in the narrative, so it makes sense. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. I'm gonna do a progress thing. I'm gonna fucking start a park run. Ah, oh, look, I am 100% on board with this. Cross off, uh, cross off your six and tell me all about it. You're gonna, I'm going to try and get, uh, get people involved uh, in, in, in running. You know, you know, it's good for the body, good for the mind, um, you know, and also lets you be in what small amount of nature we have here on Mars. Mm. Very good. All right. Uh, and who do, you, who do you have to convince this is a good idea to kind of get the project up? I just have around. to convince people to turn up, to so be honest. So it's like a, um, it's a, it's a grassroots yeah. project? Okay. 
Are you running it? If only I had that event card. Are you running it or are you you convincing other people that they should run it? I think I'm running it. I think I've decided that I have to take a hands-on approach. I have to start doing shit myself. Right. And I really need to run. I need to do something other than just stare blankly at a gym wall. Terrific. And fantasize about using Jace's gym. (laughs) Using Jace. Using Jace as a gym. I don't know how much that would help fight muscle atrophy and bone loss. Um, cool, here we go. Alright. Fuck! Oh! With the three to one! Nobody wants to go to Park Run. Look, it's not an outrageous success. In fact, you maybe get people that turn up. So it's more of a jogging group than yeah. a park run. And while you personally feel like, oh yeah, it was really great, I went for this run, it's massively overshadowed by the fact of this did not help the colony in any way yeah. at all. You're not even sure that these other people that, that came along are going to come next week. Yeah, they could be visiting from Earth. It's like, is there a park run on Mars? Hey, there's a park run on Mars. Imagine being the, uh, yeah, the first uh, 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 um, interworld park run. Park run? And then having the park run fold so that nobody else can get that title. <laughs> yeah. Have the freaking colony fold. <laughs> All right. That's pretty much it. Um, can I, are you going to lose someone to contempt, or are you going to create a deception? <sighs> to be honest, I feel like deception's only really useful when you may get... When you get life points. Yeah. Mechanically, I absolutely agree. I don't really feel like narratively Kelly would try and hide this with a, with a lie. It just doesn't make sense narratively to deceive people. Oh, no, the park run was great. It's like, was it? It's it. Yeah. No, I'm going to take a contempt. People what are, does that contempt represent for you? I think that contempt represents that people just think I'm wasting the colony's time. They don't understand why I invested a whole bunch of time in, like, starting whatever, Space Facebook. Mm. Elon Musk book. Uh, a space face. <laughs> a freaking... Uh, yeah, they don't understand why I created this event. They don't get why that is meant to help the colony. They don't understand why I invested a bunch of colony resources in making people aware of it. Yeah. Or if I did, if it, or perhaps, perhaps the failing is I didn't invest those re- re- resources. Mm, no, Kelly Perkins is the best person on earth to stabilize the colony. Yeah. Um, uh, the fact that she can fail is not a reflection of her character. I am an engineer mm. trying to solve non-engineer problems. Great, moving on. I'm going to have the personal scene. Okay. Uh, this scene is... Uh, um, it is a dinner, mm-hmm. uh, a kind of gala, and you've been invited um, uh uh, as uh, as a person of honour, uh, because it's to celebrate uh, a new length of track that's been laid out to Colony Two. 
Um, and you've got to come uh, up with better names for these things. Yeah, well, maybe that's your job too. Um, <laughs> great. Uh, so um, uh, you have a really lovely evening. Uh, um, oh, you are invited to a really lovely evening. I'm not sure what sort of evening you make of it. Um, well, unless the personal scene, I guess that framing suggests that the personal scene takes place after the really lovely uh, evening. No, it's it's part of the lovely evening. Okay. Um, uh, and uh, um, and there uh, there are a number of speeches throughout the the night, mm-hmm. um, including uh, the the vice president of the um, of the rail corps, which is obviously affiliated with the bullet train for Mars party, but is not a political entity. Um, uh, is uh, is saying and we. We can't, uh, we can't say how thankful we are to the great Kelly Perkins, who, uh, who really had this inspired idea to divert our prior plans and uh, build Colony 2 in the such-and-such such canyon. Um, do we want to name it? Probably not terribly. All of the canyons on Mars are already named, so we'll get it wrong if we try to name right. it. Yeah, cool. On that canyon, uh, it really it it's just made uh, the the logistics of the project uh, amazingly more efficient. We're the, ahead of schedule for the first time since the colony's inception. And there's a round of applause. Wow. 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 They're ahead of schedule for the first time in that long. Um, wow. And... Kelly's just, like, got a hand over her face, like, God damn it. Um, I didn't even find that statistic. Yeah. Uh... And now, uh, Kelly Perkins would like to say a few words. So I told that I would have this to do this speech, or has it just been a surprise? You were invited to the gala dinner as a as a person of honour, and that was it. I think that they probably assumed that I would assume that a speech was required, but I did not assume that because I've never been a guest of honour or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. How do you feel? I think Kelly feels extremely nervous and anxious. And what do you do? Uh, I think Kelly walks up to the to the podium and is like, um, uh, "Thank, thank you all for uh, and and to to the hosts um, and the head of the train." And, um, and... Head of the tribe. <laughs> yes! And, um, and I just want to thank, um... I just... It's just a pleasure to be considered... Uh... Uh, and then I think, uh... I think... Kelly starts to hyperventilate. Yeah. And then runs off stage. All right. And I think runs out of the building. All right. Okay. <laughs> Nervous. Especially crowds. I think she's got some kind of social anxiety thing. Is my feeling. 
right. Um, the worst bit about this mm-hmm. is the news coverage. Afterwards. Oh, God, Chase. And I should have slept with him more so he'd paint me in a positive light. And a very wry Jace. It's almost like he doesn't want to deliver the news story. Aww. But he does. Yeah, he does. Um, Kelly Perkins was uh, seen at 5.03 this evening. Running <laughs> so from an early dinner. Oh, it's... Uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, I actually think that it's probably a lunch that's gone for three hours. Oh, God, um, yeah, okay. Uh, we'll see you at five or three this evening. Um, uh, running from uh, the uh, such-and-such building uh, where she was giving a speech to the collection, blah, 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 blah. And there's footage of, of Kelly running in this onyx black suit. Um... And sprinting across the, the resort grounds. Yeah. And that is the end of this personal scene. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to do a personal scene. Alrighty. Um, and I am going to invite um, the... I'm going to invite Colony Council member Tanya to a breakfast meeting. Very well. Uh, at a at a at a cafe that I have found mm-hmm. uh, near one of the train stations in one of the uh, the civilian domes. Yep. And what is the purpose of this breakfast meeting? Uh, I'm going to talk to her about how the hell I can bring issues before the council. Oh. And how I can leverage how the Flux Party gets its members to vote on stuff. Like the people that have the app or whatever. Like, how do you indicate to them... You're politicians, so you have to indicate to your users what you think a good idea is. How do you do that? How do I get your how do I get your base on side to help me make things happen? Or do you guys just trust that people will just vote? Like how how? Oh, no, 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 no. We, we don't tell our constituents. I'm not saying that you tell, fight. but do you advise? Do you, how do you present information to your electorate? Oh, of course, we, we, uh, we, th- there's f- a free availability of all uh, communication correspondence and research uh, around these issues. And we trust that our uh, electorates and, and our constituents are well-educated on topical issues do you do they know that you have that information provided of course uh do you take action to make them aware that that information is provided well that's not very democratic is it so you have the information but they don't necessarily but you don't make any efforts to make them aware that the information is there well i mean it is published on our website and whatever new space age uh, technology they have. So the plans have been on display in Alpha Centauri for the last... Yeah, cool. All right. Look, 
I feel like we had a really good. Th- it went really well with the with the new colony plans, right? Mm. But I've been having no luck addressing any of the health concerns of the colony. What health concerns? Do you have your phone on you? Um, oh yes. Cool. I bring it up, I open up the radiation app, and I show her how much radiation we're currently being cooked in. Because we're in one of the shittier domes near the train station. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that for one. And also, have you noticed how brittle your bones are? (laughs) No. How much do you work out? how many hours a day do you exercise? Oh, a day, please. I'd be lucky to find if lucky if I find half an hour a week. Cool. And I pull out like a huge stack of papers from my from my bag, and I drop it on the table. This here is a printout of every space agency study into how to fight bone density loss and muscle atrophy in astronauts from the beginning of the space age until this colony was started. And they all say that you need to be doing like two hours of exercise a day. How much exercise a day do you do? Well, I'm sure it's very much outdated. Um, is Is this a progress thing? No, it's a personal scene. Would you like to be a progress scene? No, I think it's a personal scene. Okay. I think that Kelly is a temp just really needs to rant yeah, okay. about Good. how broken this colony is. Look, there's been a lot of new developments since then. I'm sure that the, the, the leadership of the colony wouldn't allow us to live in, in this sort of ill health. Tanya, if- you are the leadership of the colony. Oh, no, I'm just a member of the council. Cool. Tanya, it has been a pleasure. Uh, Please charge me the bill. Uh, I have another meeting that I have to get to. Please enjoy the rest of the breakfast food. I heard that the soy bacon is particularly good. I'm going to go jump in a river. (laughs) Great. And then I think Kelly goes for a swim. Cool. She goes back to the resort and goes for a swim. Alright. Great. That's the end of that. Cool. (laughs) The leadership wouldn't let us God. yeah that was my favourite line for that scene you well. couldn't write that <laughs> Jesus oh, alrighty <laughs> I would also like this is this is a scene I've been wanting to kind of do from the start yeah. I would also like to um to do a um personal scene okay um uh, and this is a scene, uh, um, this is a meeting, uh, between, uh, Kelly, um, or actually, yes, yes, Kelly, Kelly, this is a meeting between Kelly and the mayor of the Mars colony, Mayor Yang. Oh, yeah, Mayor Yang, I forgot about Mayor Yang. Um, and now, uh, there's something terribly important that you need to say. 
and 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 um, and what are you here for? Uh, I guess I am here to tell Maya Yang that I I think that it's been a really hard couple of days, and I, I think it's probably went. It probably went the meeting with Tanya, then the then the dinner, or the after or the lunch, the fucking news report about it, and then I think it's to it, this. Yeah, Great. And I think that Kelly is desperately trying to ask to be fired. Oh, hello, Kelly. How are you? Yes, it's it's so good to see you. We, we haven't we haven't spent nearly as much time together as we should. And what can I do for you today? Well, I wanted to talk to you about a rather pressing issue that I have, and it's and it's related to the management of the colony. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, and 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 in particular the management of human resources. And and, and I know. <gasps> Have you met my chief of staff? Spaniel. He's a Spaniel. Yeah. Um, okay. Your chief of staff is a dog. Give him a little pat. Kelly pets the dog. Oh, who's a good dog? She reaches into her pocket uh, and, and brings out some, some dog biscuits. Um, they're imported from Earth. Oh, God uh, damn it. Uh, and she she says, Now, Spaniel, sit. Good dog. What a well-behaved chief of staff. Oh, he's very good. He knows rollover as well. Wow, I bet the... I bet... Wow, yeah. The, the president of the Earth doesn't even have such a well-trained... <sighs> um... So, yeah, I need to talk to you about some human resources issues. I guess it's good that your chief of staff is here. Yes. Um, oh, well, we just call him that. You know, to make him feel important. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Have you been getting my reports? Oh, I am. Um, I leave them to my chief of security. Is your chief of security also a dog? Yes. Wonderful. Um, okay. So, look, I know this is going to be hard because a lot of money has been spent um, on this project. Um, and, you know, not even just money, but time. I mean, it's already been almost 12 months. Uh, but uh, I just... I just... really want to meet your... Your chief of security. Oh, I knew you'd say that. He's going to be so excited. You know, he gets very excitable, that one. Lloyd! Lloyd! <laughs> <laughs> and that's as far as this scene goes. How did she get the dogs here without... Oh, God. <laughs> that's so good. Thank you. That was such a good scene. Progress scene. <laughs> For me, All I right. think. Yeah. I'm going to try this again. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So this is your fourth progress scene of nine. Um, and you have three in contempt, uh, which means that uh, you can only have two more in contempt before you are... Yeah, I might need to take displaced. some deception, so... Yes. 
Um, I... The best of loves... I, I'm just going to try and complete this expansionism thing. I feel like gravity... I feel like gravity and disease are just gone. Oh. I just can't... I don't have any fresh ideas that aren't dropping a comet on the habitat. <laughs> coating it in water. And we'd need, mm. like, two metres of water. Yep. And that doesn't help with all the radiation that's already soaked into the goddamn... <clears throat> so... Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Ex- I'm, I'm going to address the expansion thing. In what sense? Yeah, it's a good question, isn't it? Um, or perhaps what aspect of it, I should say. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am going to suggest to the Earth Coalition. Mm-hmm. I'm going to suggest the Earth Coalition... That if they want the second habitat to work out, the population on Mars is going to need to go up. Mm. And the population on Mars isn't going up just from the population that's already here. They need immigration. In particular, they need emigration from Earth. They need people to leave Earth and come here. So... What about a subsidised program to move families to Mars? Working class families. Give these Martian battlers a fair go. Yeah, great. Cool. Here we go. So I'm hoping that they will create a subsidised emigration program. Oh, thank you. Two, two. That's four points. And seven more to go. Yeah, seven is the average of 2d6. Look, I mean, I can risk it now. It's worth risking once you've got some. Ah, yeah, cool. I was counting on my hand. And it's a one and a two. Cool, a bit of deception. You're going to deceive for four points? Yeah, I'm going to deceive for four points. Alrighty. So, uh, in what way do you deceive the... In fact, I might be able to take over from here. Shall we check? Yeah, go for it. Um, You know, I think in this case, the deception is not actually the people of Mars. The deception is the people of Earth. Mm-hmm. Convincing him that it's a good thing to come here. Yeah. So you you have your your um you convince the the Martian government to have a subsidised program, uh, and uh, they run it some advertising uh, to Earth. Um, but the the deceit at the core of this is, yeah, the habitat's totally ready. Come here with your families, <laughs> and the reality is. We need these pe- these families for the habitat to be a success. Come here with your families. Yeah. Um, God, so we're just hoping that it gets built by the time the first ship you arrives. Are just hoping that you can uh, complete your project on time. That's all it is at the moment. It's a two month hope, and take your four fly points, um, and your total is thirty three. God. Which is only seven points from restoring one of your content admiration. 
Yeah. And then having a... Well, I guess the new problem would be population group out of control or something. Uh, anyway. Oppositional scene. Yeah, okay. Um... A very infectious disease uh, is introduced to the colony from one of the off-worlders, and an entire sector has to be locked down. (sighs) Kelly, you're not affected by this disease, but you are in this sector. Uh, What? Was I just in it? I don't live there. You don't you live there, but you are passing through, and the entire area is has now been quarantined. I think it's my favourite cafe. It's your favourite cafe. I think I was visiting my favourite cafe. I decided, you know what? I always work from that stupid hotel room. I'm going to go work from the cafe, because, you know, the, 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 this colony has surprisingly good Wi-Fi. Uh. Um, uh, and then I get fucking trapped in a quarantine. Yeah, and so it's while you're being processed along with all of the other um, uh, Martians uh, to see who's been contaminated and everybody is being disinfected before they are allowed out. Um, It's it's quite a serious uh, lockdown uh, and you can see um, uh, lots of people uh, in in your immediate vicinity are really struggling with this disease. It's it's got uh, uh, this really barky cough that just doesn't stop. Uh, and um, and you hope that you haven't been infect- in- infected, and and luckily you haven't. You you will realise in about mm, two hours. Uh, it doesn't help that pretty much everybody here already has like early onset, well not early, but early stages of leukemia. You thank your uh, uh, your your for the most part uh, healthy body that hasn't been subject. Uh, to this, uh, um, the rigors of Martian life, of uh, repeated uh, radiation and, um, and 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 radiation suppressing uh, uh, drugs. <clears throat> are there any? Uh, are there any um, realizations or um, or feelings to do with this that um, that Kelly feels? Yeah, I gotta try a new tact on. I can't. Mars isn't helpful. Mm. I've got to make Earth solve this problem. Oh, well, that's an interesting. Um... I gotta stop framing it as a thing that Mars can solve on their own. Mm. And I think I know what I want to do for my progress. Scene. Off you go. All right. So progress scene. Cross off that four. There is a. I'm going to go above everyone on Mars's head, and I'm going to uh, and I'm going to send out a uh, a a. I think I actually get um, Sydney Fane involved. Right. I'm like, I want to put together an expose highlighting the humanitarian crisis on Mars. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're all dying from radiation poisoning and that you're... Some of the Martians are not going to be pleased about this. Nope. <laughs> and also the fact that he... I, I think... Look, the gravity thing is also a problem, but 
the radiation poisoning is a thing we can solve and there was a simple solution it would have they could have solved this at the beginning if they just buried the habitat under a meter of ground you all would be mostly fine and the radiation drugs you're taking would actually be effective. But they built these stupid grandiose domes so that they could soak in as much radiation as possible and now you've all got freaking leukemia. Mm. And then I just send that to Earth. I send that to as many news networks on Earth and I hope that they, they go, oh my God, the humanitarian crisis. Donate $2 to the Save Mars fund or whatever. I'm sure. hoping that it spurs people to action. Off you go. <sighs> oh, fuck. Oh! No one cares! <laughs> um, no one cares about Martians. I rolled a one and a four. Yeah, so what happens is this. Um, you and Sydney uh, Fane put together this fantastic expose, right? Yeah. It's... Um, it's really kind of nitty gritty, down to the people, da 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 da, um, and you try and go public with this, mm-hmm. and it's intercepted by the Earth Coalition. Fuck me. Um, uh, uh, in a way, you're lucky uh, because the rest of Mars doesn't hate you. Um, it's kept very clearly, it's very safely under wraps. You may not even realise, as Kelly Perkins, that the message is not being broadcast. Well, yeah, because I wouldn't know for a couple of days at the very least. I'm going to take contempt. I think that's the contempt of the Earth Coalition. Because they're like, I sent you, we sent you here to keep our resort running, not create a humanitarian crisis. You could turn this into a deception if you wish. But I wouldn't get any points from it. That's true. And I think I can, I don't know, narratively, I'm feeling the contempt because I feel like we're on the downward spiral. You can always blame it on Sydney Fane. <laughs> I don't want to blame it on Sydney. She did a good job editing. All right. Great. Um. <clears throat> God, I did so well on that stupid train line. Yep. You had, you had the bullet train for Mars behind you. I had the it's bullet. the only thing these people, people care about. Yeah, can I? Um, great. Your turn. My turn. Oppositional scene. Damn it! The resort you're staying in. (laughs) Due to lack of use and staffing issues, they've decided to close their gym. (laughs) All of them. That's bonkers. You you leave your room. You you you, you 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 finally win that battle with yourself. Anything? Am I gonna go to the gym? Am I not? No, I should. No, can we roll in? Yes, I'm going. You get there. It's shut. It's like. What are they gonna turn it into? Or are they just gonna mothball it till they have staff? Oh, who are you asking? I probably, you know what, I, I go to the concierge. I'm like, oh, I saw that the gym was locked. Oh, yeah, that's, um... Oh, we don't have a gym anymore, sorry. But all the equipment's still in there, I can see it. Yeah, but there was... There was, like, a an, an incident yesterday, and people were... Look, it's just been decided that, in terms of safety, it's, it's, it's not worth having it. I mean, nobody uses it anyway. 
Oh my god, you should all be using it all the time. Do you know who I am? Hey, you're 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 like that Kelly person, right? Yeah. Look, I was really I'm really sorry about what happened the other week with that um with that speech. You know, I get really nervous as well. Yeah, I get really nervous too when I can't work out and it's like vital to my health that I do. Look, yeah, I can kind of relate with that. How old are you? Um, let me take this full of d6s and she... she um, Whoa. That was not high enough. Let me just try it again. Um, Look at all those ones. <laughs> She's 22. Cool. How long have you lived on Mars? Oh, yeah, well, I, um, I immigrated here two years ago. Cool, 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 cool. It's not too late for you. <laughs> I looked out at a name tag. It's not too late for you. Helen. Helen, you can still go home. <laughs> She's a little bit taken aback by this. She's like, why would I want to go home? Mars has such fantastic trains. As the GM writes the word Helen under the bullet train for Mars party. Helen, you sweet summer child. You gotta go. You gotta go home, Helen. You can't stay here. This is a tomb. They built a tomb. And they didn't even bury it. She's so salty about that. Kelly is just having a breakdown. <laughs> yes! Kelly is having a breakdown. Your turn. <laughs> Personal scene. Oh, alright, yeah. Cool. Kelly is having a breakdown. Cut to Jace's apartment. Oh, yeah! Alright. <laughs> begging on the door. Jace! Jace! Uh, just, just a second. Just uh, open the door. Um, you hear padding footsteps and then uh, the door opens ajar. Hey, um, hey, Kelly, now's not really a great time. What's up? Um, I was wondering if you'd like to have sex. Uh, you hear, um, a glass tinkle, uh, inside. Like, knock over. Um, Kelly, look, that's really not a good time. Why? Well, he glances over his shoulder. <laughs> look, uh, who do I see over his shoulder? Who do you see over his shoulder? Um, Tobias. Look, it's clearly the um, news network called Network Chief Serena Pannon. 90% of a fear star in the workplace. Yeah, yeah. As we know from Sex at Dawn. I can't actually remember that statistic is accurate or not. Yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking about old mate from Sex at Dawn. Um, oh, hi. I should have assumed that you'd have someone here. Uh, um, 
Look, I, I really hate to say this, but I... Would you, would you mind leaving us for a moment? Uh, yeah, no, sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, if you guys ever want a threesome, and then Kelly walks off down the promenade. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then I think we slam cut to Kelly in every bar <laughs> in in the resort. My turn. Yeah. Personal scene. Yeah. Every bar <laughs> in. <laughs> Where do you go? Uh, I think I start off at the Fields of Elysium. Great. And then I move to Rouge. Yep. Um, then I go to Regolith, which. And on your way to Regolith, mm-hmm. you have to pass that restaurant. With the floating tables, uh, yeah, you know, the one that um, that that Hoshi took you to, yeah, um, and it's mostly empty because it's a bit of an unusual hour um, mm-hmm. uh, for the for the lunch for the lunch or dinner crowd. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a bit early, like how deep is the water? Um, I'd say probably a little bit deeper than waist high. Yeah. Uh, I think Kelly starts doing her boots. Oh yeah. Okay. And then tries to roll up her jeans. Yep. And dangle her feet in to the restaurant water. Right. Okay. Yeah. So um, uh, uh, one of the um, one of the wait staff um after after a while one of the wait staff comes up to you and says um that's not very that's not very typical for the for our patrons to um to uh. What are you doing? I just, um, I just wanted to put my feet in the water. Can I get you a menu? You can get me a drink. Right. Um, and they, um, they hurry off. <coughs> uh, I don't even think we saw Kelly, like, enter the restaurant. I think it just cut to Kelly, like, t- taking off her boots and sitting on the edge of one of these lily yeah, pads. absolutely. Yeah, great. As what happens when you're drunk, you cut out all the boring parts of your memory. Uh, and we'll cut again. Um, you're sitting, uh, sitting on one of the tables uh, <laughs> with your legs dangled over the side. Yeah. You've got a glass of uh, golden amber liquid. Um, I love honey. It's not honey. <laughs> uh, and uh, you're telling somebody all about, you know, how hard it is. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was so easy. At the bottom of the ocean, there was less crushing pressure. <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean. Than there is on Mars. You know, everyone's depending on you, and there at least, at least they thought about what they were doing beforehand. But here, they were just like, we have a whole planet, if we fuck up, we'll just do it again. And it's just like, now I've got it, now dead people are serving me dinner. Um, I, I just need to, um, I just need to clear this cutlery. Can. I think you're sitting on the fork. Oh, yeah, okay. 
<laughs> Kelly like rolls off the table. <laughs> Splash. Yeah. Oh, why is it so cold here all the time? I thought Mars would be hot. Obviously, I didn't think Mars would be hot. Obviously, it's cold all the time, even in summer. Your turn. <laughs> I'm wondering if I just want to continue this spiral. Oh, yeah? Give you one. I think... I think... Personal scene. Mm-hmm. Uh... On a street somewhere in one of the housing domes. Uh, and I think, uh, I think Kelly is just sort of waking up and sort of looking at the, at the dome. And it's like her eyes hasn't... It's from her perspective, and it's like her eyes haven't focused yet, and it's like the dome is too close. (laughs) But it's actually very far away. (laughs) And it's like, oh, uh, where, what? And then I think, uh, I think... I think Representative Mariana is here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and I think they're Flux. Sure. And I think maybe they live near here. Yeah, great. And what's your intent with this scene? My intent is for somebody to show uh, show Kelly kindness mm-hmm. uh, and understanding and also uh, and also I'm envisioning that um, Mariana is devoted to the ideal of flux mm. even though it frustrates them that they in order to pursue that ideal correctly yeah they have to... They can't work in the best interest. Yeah. Can Mariana see you? Are you... Where, yeah, where I think she you? sees me and has walked over. Terrific. Um, uh, she says, Oh, hello, hello, Miss Perkins. How, how are you? Honestly, <laughs> I think you know I'm doing really badly. Oh, no. Well... well we're very hopeful for your efforts. We're just... I mean, I've got all the time in the world. It's all right to have a few setbacks. I mean, I'm sure that with all the resources of Mars, there are many, many options to to assist with any challenges. We just don't need to get the, the people of Earth involved. I just, I just, I don't know how to get these people to do anything. I was always better with machines. Well, not machines, because I hated mechanical engineering. But I was always, you know. 
sounds like he might be a bit burnt out. Yeah. It's been a long... day. You know... Whenever I feel like that... It's time for a bit of a vacation back home, you know? On Earth. It takes like a year to get back there. Sometimes you just need a bit of time off. Uh, I just, uh, it's, I don't, it's just, I feel like if I go back there, I'm admitting defeat, you know, like maybe they were right the first time and I'm not cut out to be on Mars. Who were right? You know, the selection committee. If it's any consolation, uh, there's a completely new set of elected representatives at the moment. You know, you seem surprisingly human for a member of the Flux Party. Oh? Ah, I just found Tobias and Tanya a bit trying. Well, fuck the Flux Party is... All... <laughs> well, fuck the Flux Party is what it sounded like you said. Well, the Flux Party is, is all about being human. It's our individual choices that inform national... Well... Global. Global policy. <clears throat> how do you do it? How do you... How do you accept... People forcing you to make a choice that you don't agree with. Mm. Well, I mean, in my work, it's a it's a bit different. I represent uh, a, a body of 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 Earth and uh, um, uh, uh, investors uh, and. You know, my my interest as a representative is on uh, keeping Mars as a positive uh, uh, experience and a place to visit or live. And as as a as a member of the Flux Party, well, I'm just one of many, many, many people who uh, contribute towards the. Uh, directions of of the colony and its protocol and procedure. I mean, I don't have to vote anyway. I do not choose to. In fact, I even swap a, a lot of my votes away. That's one of the best things about the Fox Party. Did you know? No. Oh, well, one of the hallmarks is that uh, if there are issues that uh, that you don't have a preference on, you can swap those votes away for issues that you can make an informed decision on. Hmm. 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 How? I just... It's so much. It's so much. 
There's just so much that I have to try and understand. I need to work out how people on Mars are motivated. I've got to also solve the actual problem. I've got to solve... I'm an, I'm an engineer. They want me to solve health problems with engineering. Maybe you should talk to a professional. In the field, I mean. Yeah. Do you know where I can get a cup of coffee? Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a cafe not too far from here. Cool. Can you... I don't really know where I'm going, and I think I lost my phone. Yeah, of course. Uh, and she leads down the street. May I join you? Please. And I think that's probably the end of the scene. Cool. Oppositional scene. Yeah, fair. <laughs> you get a call. You found your phone. Yeah. Um, you get a video call from uh, Jace. Hey, uh, hey, Kelly, I'm really sorry about the other day. Are you okay? Oh, no, I understand that you were just doing your job. Well, I mean, you said yourself, it was just work. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's fine. I, you know, uh, I get it. You have to report on it. It's look, fine. Look, I, um, actually, I, I, I wasn't really calling about that. There was something else I wanted to tell you about. Yeah? What? Well, I, I felt like it was only fair to tell you that, well, Serena's, she's, she's got a big, pretty big story on you in the works. Um. Okay. It's, it's a number of stories. Actually, look, I'm I'm really sorry, um, but there's there's nothing I can really do, if you know what I mean. What are the stories about? Well, see, I don't really know. I I just read the news, but um, but uh, she she was a little bit worked up about things. Right. Why was she worked up? Well. The way you turned up at my place, it was... It seemed very casual. Turned up at your place? When was this? Um, this is Jace. I know who you're talking about. I'm, I'm assuming that Kelly blacked out and doesn't remember the event. Isn't this where you came to his place and asked him for sex? And... I was, I'd already oh. been drinking. Right, okay. I would have drunk okay. everything in my room before... All right, he'll relay that to you. Uh, oh. Well. Look, I mean. Look, if she's going to get worked up about that, I mean, then I'm not going to invite her to be in a threesome in the future. I, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think she's interested. <laughs> yeah, Jace, I get that. I'm attempting to diffuse my anxiety with humour. How long do I have until the stories run, do you know? Well, I'd be wanting to, I don't know, have some good press in the next week. Well, I mean, I could do that, right? I could do that. I could get the whole train thing down. We could get that. Yeah, I just need to... Oh, yeah, okay. All right, look. I mean, maybe, maybe I can cut some corners on the project and get it pushed up. And, you know, I... I'd be happy to see you sometime. 
yeah, look, Jace, that sounds great, but, um, I don't know. Yeah, send me a message, and I'll see if I can get it in my calendar. Insane. <laughs> Progress scene. Bam. Here we go. Alrighty, I'm ready. Uh, now, uh, one more thing, because you've got one in deception. Mm-hmm. So, rolls of one are still fails, but instead of a double one leading to a scandal, a one-two leads to a scandal. Um, and cool. scandals are unliable. I am excited for a scandal. Well, I just wanted to let you know it's a possibility. What right. are you doing and where are you doing it? I am going to suggest mm-hmm. to the whoever is in charge of uh, the colony, colony two, that we need to get the first bit of habitation finished there before the next, uh, before the next ship from earth arrives, or else we're not going to have anywhere to put all these people that are coming. Ah, well, yes, that's been, uh, that's been delegated to deputy mayor Liao. uh, Yeah. Cool. Mayor Yang having (laughs) too many dogs to deal with. Yeah. So Liao, here's the thing, right? I'm thinking, what if we stopped and stay with me here? What if we stopped all work on these train lines to nowhere until we can finish, and and this is the difficult part, the habitat that we need for people to live in? Inconceivable! They'll never go for that! Look, it's so crazy it might work. I... Look, Kelly, I just don't know... Look, Lau, Liao, Liao, if it goes bad, you can just blame it on me, all right? I will take the fall, all right? It's okay. Look, it's... We have to work on this train. Look, I get it. The train's super important. And I'm not saying we can't go back to the train, but we won't have anyone to work on the train if we don't build houses. All right. It's your thing. Let's go. Yeah, cool. A double six, because I am Kelly Perkins, the savior of Mars. That's 12 honest points. Heck yes. You got to finish? Isn't that over 40? That's over 40. Yeah, I'm going to finish. I'm not going to push my luck to, to, to what? To over, overachieve? <laughs> yes. Um, Build right. a fucking good train. It's a success. Um, uh, um, now, you've actually managed to stabilise a colony marker, which is a pretty amazing if thing. We've not seen that before. We've not seen that before. Um, uh, uh, the Sabian moves one token from contempt to admiration. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Uh, and then the player have to t- the players have to choose a new health marker from the list on page eighteen and record it on the worksheet. Um, what are we going to choose? Uh, I think that you uh, um, have one that was very good, population stability. Um, yeah. Or, um, or perhaps um, uh, resources like food. Yeah. Well, food is on there. Yeah, they're both they're both on there. Yeah. We've got other to play around with. Um, Let's go with food, food shortages because we didn't do anything. Food shortages, with food. nutrition. Yep, food. 
in four. Yeah. Um, but don't forget to add your 12 points under health. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 29 plus 12. Is oh, like just, 41, plus, isn't it? Yeah, just put plus 12 there. And oh. then you can cross out the 33 you had before um, on the total. Um, and write 45. Because of the four lie points. Yeah, you still get to keep those. Oh, yeah, just <laughs> letting people at home know how we arrived at 45 suddenly from... Yeah. 29 plus 12. Yeah. Great. Well done. Cool. I can't believe that <laughs> happened. I just need to roll two sixes every time. Yeah, with your two progress scenes remaining. Yeah, but look, I've got... I've got two contempts left as well. So it's, those are the only two progress scenes I can do either way. Great. Uh, um, uh, personal scene. You're sitting back, mm-hmm. uh, drinking a wine, mm-hmm. uh, watching the news, mm-hmm. and a Jace with twinkling eyes is retelling a story about the apparent success of the newly instigated Human Resources Division, uh, 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 which is, of course, initiated by the great Kelly Perkins. I don't remember doing that. Oh, that's, that's what they're calling what you did. Like, okay. human resources meaning get the rail workers to stop working on railways and start building the city. Okay. Um, like... Yeah, all right. Um, uh, sorry, I just dressed it up in some slightly... Yeah, no, 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 that works. I just... Different jargon. I thought that... I thought someone had attached a project to my name that I hadn't... Turned, no, no, so this that, is... So that I could is, then take the fall for it. This is legitimately positive credit. This is a... This is a person seen entirely that is positive credit based on a job well done. All right. Um, uh, and also represents News Corp not hating you because you have more admiration than you did before. Yeah. How do you feel about this? I feel like maybe I should let Jace take me on a date. On a date? Yeah, a date. Alright, yeah. Cool. I think perhaps we built our relationship on some rocky terms. I think that, you know, I think Kelly is... I think Kelly swung from, um... I think, yeah, I think Kelly swung to, to, to a more positive outlook. It's like, well, you know, I did do, I did do that thing. Maybe I can solve the other two impossible challenges. (laughs) Look, food, that's someone else's. I'm not getting to that. It's actually, maybe I could get The maximum number of calling health markers per game is five. So it's theoretically possible, if you were insanely lucky, to fix five problems and actually win Mars Colony. That's insane. You would need to break probability (laughs) over your knee. (laughs) That's an interesting turn of phrase. Anyway, moving on. Uh, is there anything else you would like to do with this scene? I'm really happy to play it out in whatever direction you want or leave it there. I think it probably ends with Kelly texting Jay saying, I saw the report. Would you like to go to dinner? Wow, that's <laughs> such a blend of... Yeah, right. Yeah. Cool. Your turn. Progress scene. Right. Um, Kelly foresaw the food shortages and there is and petitioned to have extra food rations included on the shipment that is an excellent plan 
Let's roll the dice. I'll see if they agreed to my petitioning. Uh, we cross off the two. <coughs> oh, two more progress scenes. This is a very full game. Well, this one. And yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. That's a six and a three, so nine points. Do I want to push my luck? Nine points isn't going to get you anywhere. That's true. Let's see if we can go. Oh, yep. Well, we can turn these into a nine if you want. No, no, no. That's all good. It's a three and a four. That's another seven for a total of 16. Let's see if I can break probability over my knee. Okay. Uh, five and a four, which is another nine points, uh, which makes uh, nine, 18, 25. That's partially stabilized. I'm going to take partially stabilized. You're going to settle? I'm going to settle. You've got those life points, though. I'm going to settle. Oh, all right. Oh, fine, I'll push my luck. Are you sure you want to push your luck? I'm going to push my Are luck. Are you sure? Enough? Yes! But what if, what if you get scandal? Look, I got... A one and a three. Yeah. Alrighty. Are you going to... Content or deception? If I take deception, I get to keep these, don't I? Yes. I'm going to take deception. so you I get, get to, to keep them until you have a scandal. Well, yeah, until I have a scandal. But there's like four scenes left at max. Alrighty. Uh, take a deception. So that goes from your admiration? Yes. Yep. Good. Um, and you've got 25 fly points in food. How did you deceive the people that the problem is doing fine when in reality it's not? The fact that we had surplus food is a pure fluke of logistics. I... Yep. Like, ah, so the, the fact that their positivity is attributed to you yeah. is by chance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, is intentional, but is not a direct yeah. relationship, rather. Um, it's like, I asked for extra food, but I didn't, like, I didn't ask for enough that would have saved us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was enough. It was so that we wouldn't have to worry about crops yielding and i'd also like to point out that you've got news network corp on side yeah which is which is able to give you a lot of positive spin when yeah. things happen to fluke your way yeah mm. like yeah so i saw that we had a lot of empty uh, a lot of um unallocated weight on the next shuttle because um well i think maybe they planned for things to come out a different way. But thankfully, um, I sent a request uh, for extra food rations, and it just uh, it turned out to turned out to be what we needed. Um, uh, because I am a forward thinker. Another aspect of these lie points is potentially that the problem is alleviated for now, but we don't have lasting structures in yeah. place that address the food shortage issue. Yeah. I think um, definitely in private... Um, I think I think we see Kelly in bed next to Jace be like, I have no fucking idea how we're going to feed those people in two months. Two months we're going to run out of food for the whole colony. What the fuck am I going to do? We need to build agrodomes, but that's not enough time to set up food in those agrodomes. I don't have any idea what to do. Maybe we can synthesize soy or perhaps we'll just have to start eating each other. That would be less mouths to feed. It would be less mouths to feed. You're right, Jace. Look, it worked for Charlton Heston. Do you not watch old movies, Jace? 
You never seen no, Soylent no. Green. I am. Um, I'm not familiar with it. No. Yeah, I was always a sci-fi kid. Soylent Green is a sci-fi movie. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> cool. Just it feels like everybody on Mars is very unaware of my sci-fi trope references. Uh, cool. Right. Your turn. Personals. Mm. Um. <clears throat> How long do we reckon you've been here? A year, easy. It's getting to the anniversary of your arrival. There is... And, uh... T... T uh... Tori. Tony. Tony, thank you. <laughs> Tori. Uh, You've got it on one of your sheets, too. Yeah... Not sure what that is. Um, and Tony uh, is throwing your party. Oh, Tony's throwing me a party. How wonderful. Tony is like my best friend on Mars. Yeah. Um, and they still think um, that you're working way too hard. <laughs> of so, course Tony thinks that. To celebrate this, uh, this, um, this, this anniversary of your arrival on Mars... Uh, they uh, want you to relax. Um, and so, uh, the party is taking place in your penthouse. <laughs> yeah. In, in a way that a best friend just can't be denied. And Tony is inviting all of her friends. Um, because she really wants you to have a fun time. Tony's uh, inviting all of their friends because they want me to have a fun time, eh? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. And um, she's just thrilled that she'll be able to spend the evening with you. Anyway, the uh, the day rolls around. Um, and how do you feel about uh, this, this uh, upcoming event? Anxious. Anxious? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think Kelly is worried about being a stranger in her own party. Have you invited anyone? Jace. All right. Uh, great. And uh, Mariana. Ah, excellent. Um, uh, so uh, 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 the day rocks around and... Um, you're greeted in the afternoon uh, by a number of uh, of bewildering uh, uh, people arriving at your door. There's, um, it seems like uh, uh, Tony has has booked a number of uh, of um, amateur um, party uh, professionals. There's there's a person who's dressed up as a fairy here to uh, paint faces. What the um, fuck? Yeah. Uh, and there's a, a bartender who's come to make use of your fully stocked bar. Oh, that's something. Um, and they're going for a kind of like a um, uh, a young at heart theme. I think uh, I went to a party like this last year. Oh, really? Yeah. How was it? Well, the face painter didn't turn up. Well, this party is a step ahead. <laughs> And I was one of the most uh, dressed up of the 
the, of the guests. Um, so, uh, Mariana and, and the other guests arrive. Uh, and Mariana and Tony get on really well. Um, oh, weird. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and, and Tony's saying, oh, yeah, I threw this party for Kelly. You know, she's always working so hard. And Mariana's like, oh, yes, you know. I kept telling her that she should be taking a break every once in a while. Um, but really, this isn't a break. This is a full-on house party in your house. Yeah, um, and I don't know anyone. <laughs> I know three people here. You know three people here. What do you do? Um, I think I probably hang out at the edge of the party, have a drink. And just sort yeah. of, you know, nodding. You're on the balcony with Jace. Yeah. Is it romantic? No. No. <laughs> Jesus. I think he tries to make it romantic. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you didn't even hear what I said, did you? No. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was responding to an email. <laughs> Is that you or him? No, that was, that's Kelly. Right. <laughs> Hilarious. All right. Who are you emailing? Work stuff. Hiroshi. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is that this guy? Yeah. Hoshi. Yeah. Oh, Hoshi. Sorry. Yes. And what was the email about? Um, I think it was about, um, creating more arable land within the habitat. So, work stuff. Yeah. Alright. Is there anyone else you want to take this? No, I think that's about enough. Straight into a progress scene? Yeah, an arable last? Yeah, straight into a progress scene. Right, it's your turn. Yeah. So, I am attempting to convince the, uh, the, the, the colony as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um... I want to. I want to start. I try and convince people to start a community aquaculture thing in that stupid restaurant. Aquaculture. Yeah. What does that mean? We're gonna grow rice and fish oh. and weed and seaweed and we're yeah we're gonna try and make food. Hmm. Interesting. And we're going to do it together as a community. Great. Let's see some dice. Let's see some dice. Okay. And cross off that one. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Ten. Five and five. You going to keep going? I'm going to keep going. Six and two. That makes 18. I think and 18's enough. And 18 is enough to stabilise food. Holy crap. I actually started... A com- I actually addressed community alienation. Are you... Are you gonna... Push your luck? No. Are you sure? Yes. Yes, alright, good. So, 18? Yep. In health. Um, and those are honest points. So, 18 plus 25 makes up 43. Yeah. <clears throat> Look at all this overachieving. And then I fuck a move for contempt back to admiration. Move for contempt back to admiration. But we're out of progress scene, so I guess the game is going to end either way. The game is going to end regardless. Great. I'm just looking at the end game. After nine progress scenes or a forced removal, Keller's tenure as consultant to the colony ends. 
Um, the players may define why Kelly is no longer wanted or needed, or they may leave the question open-ended. I don't think we need to discuss that. Uh, oh, we, we can if you want. Um, the players do not narrate an extended epilogue. Instead, they each narrate one final vignette. The governor describes the state of the colony at the end of Kelly's run. The governor should decide whether the colony is failing or succeeding. The saviour narrates a similar picture, but from Kelly's point of view. The saviour should decide whether Kelly steps down as a respected leader or an unwanted bureaucrat. Do they go in that order? Uh, I believe so. Okay, cool. We can do it the other order. No, no, no. It's good. But it's your progress scene, so it's my turn. So I think that's why the governor goes first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the way the progress scene resolves is that, like, people get... People are... People are like, oh, yes, Kelly's finally had a good idea. And also a lot of the new people are just like, well, I mean, Kelly brought us to this to this planet. So, like, yeah, we've got to support Kelly. So I think... Um, and I think that's how, why this project succeeds. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I just wanted this, be, this, this to be a little bit more cinematic and visual than we've had so thus far. Mm-hmm. Um... We're in orbit mm-hmm. above Mars in one of their uh, geosynchronous uh, uh, stations. Um, and it's a meeting of the Earth Coalition there where you can see uh, in the uh, uh, view screens, windows, um, the dome of the Mars colony um, uh, and the sun rising. Uh, across the, the the surface of Mars, and the Earth Coalition is um, looking down at this patch of soil which they have vested interest in, um, but which they are inherently apart from, and they're re- reflecting. Hmm. Well, it looks like Kelly stepped down, but. We did foresee that, and and it looks like, at least for now, the colony will continue. Yes, but how how are we going to address the rampant radiation and disease? What's going to happen with that? Like, it's unsalvageable. No, it's not. We just need to we just need to put the right spin on the story. With enough Earth support, we can solve anything. That is all. They stole my bit. All right, and you're but you get to narrate from Kelly's perspective. Yeah. How Kelly feels about it. I think Kelly. Yeah, I think we see the 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 uh, a press conference of sorts, and Kelly's like. Look, I think I think you know we're we're six months into this this wonderful experimentation in community gardening and opening up uh, opening up our third community gardening space now. Um, getting the people of Mars involved in creating their food has really I think brought uh, brought us all together as Martians, not as not as Earthlings, not as people from some other place trying to struggling to survive in an alien environment, but people making a home together. And so I don't think that. I don't think the colony really needs me as as an as this advisor anymore. I think uh, I think what what we need is more strong voices in our community, directing our community. Um, 
and I am excited uh, to uh, to participate in the elections uh, coming up, along with uh, along with uh, everybody else that is uh, subscribed to the Flux app. Uh, I am looking forward to casting my opinions forward on several issues, uh, and I, in particular, look forward to doing that from my from my home at the bottom of a cliff, secluded from radiation poisoning. <laughs> uh, Kelly out. <laughs> right. So Kelly stays in Mars. I think Kelly moves to Colony Two, but steps down as yeah. savior of Mars. Yeah. I've saved Mars. I saved it from two things. Which is almost three. I am actually re- pretty thrilled with I'm amazed that that happened at the end. Though. Especially since uh, uh, the, the majority of scenes generated zero health you points. did so bad on so many of them. Great. <clears throat> Good game. Well done. But, you know, once you succeed... On the first roll, it's like, yes, anything after that, I, I'll take the lies. At the, but at the same point, if you rolled a 1-3 and had a scandal mm, and lost true. all of your life That's points, true. I that's massive. I think I did fail to fully Im- conceptualise how badly that could have gone. Yeah, that. so I think this game is all about, um, if you win, it's because you ride, r- rode the fluke. Yeah. Um, out and if you lose it's because everything caught up with you before the game ended and everything fell apart like I think Mars Colony is a very interesting game the way it goes yeah. I'm glad that we focus a little bit more on the resort aspect this you've, time you've got to be able to cut your losses I yeah, think. yeah 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 um, for sure um what did we learn from this second round at Mars Colony Look, to be honest, the first couple of um, the first couple of progress scenes, I was like, oh gee, I wonder how much they play tested this game because this just felt even more brutal than last time. Yeah. Um, but um, at the same time, uh, uh, you were able to to pick it up. So I think that it's probably reasonable. Uh, a reasonable balance. Just for for anybody at home who's interested, it's actually a thirty point five repeater chance um, percent. Um, uh, so just a little bit under that thirty three percent, which is a, th- a full third. Um, that you will roll a one, at least one one on two d six. Thirty percent. Um, that seems high. Which is massive. Um, so. Um, if you're playing a game of Mars Colony and you don't have at least one or two progress scenes that earn zero health points whatsoever, no way to salvage it, um, then, yeah, that's that's the way it's meant to happen. Yeah, you're meant to get yeah. some dud progress scenes. Um, yeah, cool, cool. I'm excited to try the second one. Um, yes. the, there's another version of Mars Colony which is called Mars Colony Dark, I think. Or something like that. But it is more about revolution on Mars than fixing a failing colony. It is more about the people fighting against an oppressive regime. Um, Which it's interesting that that was the second game. Because I feel like that is the narrative of Mars fiction Mm. that people would be more familiar with. And so it's surprising to me that that game came second and not first. I'm surprised Mm. by that. Well, I mean, uh, you've got to save it before you can break it, so... Mm, I guess. <laughs> uh, I think a, a, another really interesting thing about this game is the the tendency 
to view Kelly Perkins as a, a as a failure because the, mm. because the game mechanic yeah. is so punishing. Yeah, um, I keep thinking, oh, I fucked it up, but it's like, no, I didn't fuck it up. It's just the colony was already broken. Yeah, um, and the fact that Ke- that Kelly Perkins can fail to fix it is not actually her fault. You, uh, it, it's it's never because because uh, Kelly Perkins is bad. It's just because she's not good enough. Hmm. Um, uh, or he. Uh, as the case may be, yeah. uh, and I think it's very important so that so that it doesn't become too much of a grueling punishing game. It's always very important to highlight that as both the player and the GM that Kelly's um, Kelly, Kelly's work uh, is is still coming from a from a really good place, from a well educated position, from a very experienced position. Uh, it's just sometimes it's not enough. Um, I thought you did some really nice role playing, by the way, that, uh, with this, with your little pickup characters. It, I mean, the bit with the dogs um, stands out as pretty funny, but the bit that I think was amazing was Tanya. You did so well with Tanya. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, right. Um... Yeah, well, my acting range is pretty limited, but um, uh, but it was actually fun playing on more than uh, one thing for a little bit. Mm. Um, they're very very small snapshots, so it's pretty easy yeah, to maintain. Still. It was good. <clears throat> it's I, um, it's I, easy to make a consistent <laughs> character when you only need to deliver three lines of dialogue. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just remember the first time we played this. I was reading through the colony organizations and the mayor's office with the chief of stealth. Spaniel and the chief of security, Lloyds. I was just like, are these like, like what? <laughs> like, I, I just they they remind me of dog names so much. Um, that uh, well, yeah, spaniels are breed. Yeah, but just that, Lloyds. But even be. Lloyds. Uh, I don't know why it has such a strong connection. And like, and the and people calling their pets like. Um, yeah, kind of like treating them like a master of ceremonies, kind of integral part of their household. It was just mm. too good to ignore. Oh, it was good. It was and good. I, I also loved it, like, because <clears throat> running Mars Colony, I had to think about why is this colony such a failure? Like, yeah. if it does have all of the, re- like, if it does have this um, incredibly vested interest from Earth. Um, and you do have the, the world's leading um, scientists and economists and whatever else you need to build a society. Like, assume, considering that, that space colonisation is such a massive thing for humanity, how could you possibly fuck it up while taking into account all of the things that you would need to? Um, and in this game, it's, um, it's just blatantly blithely oblivious leadership Hmm. Um, so I think that your fear cards are really valuable for that but you've also got to use um, you've got to tailor it a bit to your health markers Hmm. Um, uh, uh, yeah um, think think about not just not just the symptoms of the problem but um, but come up with a reason why the colony is failing despite uh, a whole lot of people who want it to succeed (laughs) And I guess that goes for gaming in general. Um, it's yeah. always, uh, always more realistic. Uh, I think that Mars Colony has done a good job of teaching us how to integrate 
plot elements mm. together. Like we have the fear cards and then we have the health markers and like working those in. And then also, I can't remember. And I've got to say that if I had a page of a dozen NPCs um, that I could in- inject into any game um, at a moment's notice, if I, just in case I needed someone, um, that's a pretty fantastic spot to be in as a GM as well with this organization that's definitely one of the ways that I prepare to run games Um, like when I'm I've talked about this before when I'm running Eclipse Phase it's like I know that this game is going to have a lot of of focus on triad criminals so I'm going to write a whole page of triad names so that I don't try and think up one on the fly and accidentally say something racist and I mean you can always you can always um, invent new people as you go like you would normally Um, but if you're if you're stuck for whatever reason or if you just need somebody who's got an affiliation to something else that's in, that exists already. There's actually no reason why you can't prep a little map like that if you don't use it. It's no big drama. It probably takes like two minutes. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. If you're in the creative flow. Yeah, cool. Cool. All right. Awesome. I love that. That was a really good game. It went a bit longer than we'd planned, but I think it was... Yeah. It was good. I, Full nine progress scenes. I was really enjoying it towards the end there. Um, we were getting, you, we were doing really good. You got pretty close to, uh, to, to yeah. being ousted, but um, turned it I around. Pulled it out of fire at the last minute and retired a hero. I can't believe that you you successfully completed two health markers. It was a fluke. <laughs> but you had a lot of bad luck as well as good luck. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, jeez. Probability was just, you know... Extra probable. If you enjoyed listening to this, uh, please check out our other two-player RPGs. In fact, we have another recording of Mars Colony. Uh, And, oh, I'm going to have to think up a new name for this because I've just been naming all of the the side quest things after the game that they are. Call it Mars Colony 2. Yeah, Mars Colony 2. Because we have Colony 2. Yeah, we do have Colony 2. If you have a two-person RPG that you think we should play, please tell us in the comments... Uh, and you can find us on all good social media platforms. And yeah, thanks for listening. Go check out some of our other actual plays. Uh, but for now, farewell from the past. I'm Ray. And I'm Hillary. <laughs>